The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Thank you for downloading or listening to on your device our program. We want to thank all of the sponsors who help pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2043 East 3300 South, open seven days a week for you heathens. Holds are free, and for your hold, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Also open seven days a week and open way late. The Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive, classic arcade video and pinball at classic prices. And Cabin Fever, downtown Salt Lake City on 700 East 600 South in the heart of Trolley Square Mall. All the gifts for yourself or the freak, meek, geek in your life. And remember to let all of our sponsors know who you are. Be sure to tell them, Geek Show says hey. Gravity became very intense. I burn you! <laughs> it's Die Hard on a bus. Why would I want to uh, do that? So for all we know, he doesn't even have a wiener. Show, geek show, geek show. That's pretty gay. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. I would watch that show. Says the tallest man I've ever seen in green spandex. <laughs> it's not gay if you shout no homo. Wow, never, that never... kind of brings it full circle. So this is still the gayest episode ever. Geekshowpodcast.com <laughs> yeah, this shit's stupid. Third show. Remix. So what I was really trying to tell you guys is that these things are no, feeling the, the, and no. stuff, and I, no, we're not. I just want to. No, we're not doing that. I want to. I want to feel love again. It's the wrong studio. Wrong studio. Dice on show. Do I have to put a no crying rule in the new studio? Oh, it's it's right under the light. Under this the is light. recording. Yeah. There you go. Recording. No crying. <laughs> crying. Uh, welcome. Well, then I won't be able to show up because it's like <laughs> goddamn Hallmark cards make me cry now. Now I can turn the music back on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know. Offspring. Real music, not like digital shit. Uh, oh, you remember this album, don't you, Shannon? Yeah, I insulted him at uh, Club Deviate, the lead singer. You did? Did you? Why? Like, oh, hey, DMA. Was, Wait, did that DMA? I was, I was drunk oh. and I was like, yeah, your albums used to be really good. And he's like, oh. Ouch. Thanks. Hang on a second. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. Off that that particular song. What Gould. you got, Jimmy? What you got? That particular Jimmy? song had a, a great wiretap ah, conversation from the X Files. <laughs> if you remember, there were two FBI agents talking about a strip bar that were tapping, and the offsprings come out and play. It would be on, and then they got killed by a monster. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always curious, Mr. Jackson. You always listen to like Dr. Dre or DMX. This is a special channel I created. That's Dr. DMX. It's a combination of uh, hip hop and punk and ska. Yeah, I know, but you, it's you, it's mostly Dr. Dre or DMX. Hmm. Like, oh, I, no, I, I, yeah. no, because I've heard some Onyx in there. Yeah. I heard yeah, him but, him. but Onyx, but Onyx and DMX used to fuck with each other like that. I uh, I I have an affinity for Dre. 
Right. Most people forgot about Dre. I never forgot. <laughs> I never forgot about Dre. Carrie, oh. Carrie prefers not to see the lines that divided the different acts. No, he I just, wants I them just, all to be united. I like knowing his taste in hip hop. I mean, like you, De La Soul, old school. You know, yeah. right? I, I like you know? I like happy hip hop. It's right. I like I like constructive. He likes happy hop. Yeah, but like well, I like stuff with a constructive with because early hip hop. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but a lot of the early hip hop, it was positive. It had yeah. a really good message to it. So Tribe Called Quest, uh, yeah. De La Soul, I, I love that stuff. DMC. Young black teenagers, remember young black teenagers? I yeah, do. <laughs> well, and, and that's the stuff. That's the stuff. I mean, God, even uh, was it uh, Digital Underground? I, mm-hmm. I love Digital oh, Underground. Yeah. Uh, Diggable Planets. Yeah. Digital, Diggable Planets. Diggable Planets. Shit. Shit. I've seen them live. I saw. Uh, I saw Diggable Planets with you. They're yeah. fantastic. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Humpty Dance. Digital Underground. Digital, Digital Underground. Underground. Yeah. yeah, I saw them at the Zephyr. It was the most heavy metal concert. I remember, I remember we, 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 they were <laughs> pouring champagne in our fucking. We, we went to see awesome. uh, Nothing But Trouble like fifteen times oh. at the Valley Fair Mall because yeah. you know Digital Underground was in that. They had that tie the knot song. Yeah. Plus, it was Chevy Chase's would, last great movie. I love how a memory recall can happen. Like when you've learned a song and you haven't heard it for. 15 years and I, I was sitting getting my hair cut the other day and all of a sudden Method Man came on hmm. which one bring and it was like I came to bring the, bring the pain, pain like that and all of a sudden like, I was in the chair and I just started singing with it and like, I was like you know this like, I know every fucking word and they're like, you know? hey dumbass hold still I'm trying to cut your hair <laughs> ow yeah <laughs> no Some, that's to me it's the the early early hip hop that's the stuff like my daughter loves early hip hop because it's it's so full of hope and optimism and you know it's especially what, Wu-Tang Clan and nothing to fuck with man. and crisscross you know yeah. it's fascinating though one of the fastest growing radio formats in the nation is classic hip hop good it's, it's amazing good. it's it amazing good. stuff it's good shit it's exploding I, yeah I, I love anything with a good message to it though but, I mean you look at you listen to uh, I turn my kids on to but you throw a fucking snapping beat in there you're fucking in huh I, I threw my I I, uh, I turned my daughter onto Black Flag earlier today, and oh, she's yeah. like, "This is awful, but it's so cool, you know." Because I mean, TV <laughs> Party, it's it's a terrible I song. I was wasted. <laughs> I was a loser. I was a dropout. <laughs> That's such good fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. you like gangster shit though. I passionate music. No, I was, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were. I thought you had your finger I'm up. Just, no, Wait, just, so you got your hair cut to Method Man? What? You you got your hair cut to Method Man? Yeah. I want to go to your barber shit. Yeah, it's, it's a good place. It's on State Street. What's it called? Uh, I'd have to look it up. I it's, 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 right. <laughs> it's actually called I'd have to look it nah, up. We, well, that's the shitty part. Like, I love my barbershop. They, they hooked me up. Shout out to another level barbershop. But the problem is they play nothing but classic hip-hop. And do you know the haircuts take longer because everybody's just sitting there like, uh. Moving their uh, head, uh, yeah. Making mm-hmm. that ugly face because we like the beat. I saw, I saw a post the other day uh, that you made about a particular word that you heard in a set that uh, really bugged you. And you yeah, were yeah. trying to listen to, uh, you, you started mentioning more instrumental hip-hop. And I'm like, you know, some of the instrumental Wu-Tang is some of the best music yeah. ever made. RZA, RZA was a... It's still a great producer. Dude, the yeah. fucking Roots first album is. Oh yeah, it blew my fucking. Wait, 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 wait. Excuse me, excuse me. Are you talking about Organics? That's that's their first album. Oh no, when they were so the, when they were known as the Square Roots. Well, no, sir. I, okay, I, but, I'm saying so you're talking about the Roots. So are you talking about Illadelph Half Life? Yeah, or, yeah. or no? Do you want? Excuse me. Do you want more? That's what. That because you're yeah. yeah you're talking if you're talking about there's their first album. Honest, which, whichever one I stole from KJQ's fucking. Okay, movie. it was probably it was probably it was probably Half Life. <laughs> yeah, we stole we stole that we stole that in Wire Trains album. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, Wire Train. <laughs> All right, if you guys if you guys want to see a great hip hop, hear a great hip hop song, but see a great hip hop video, mm. and it still holds up to this day. Watch the Roots uh, uh, video. What they do, it's 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 a jazzy kind of tune. It's a cool beat. 
but they make fun of all the hip hop videos where like you know they shows like <laughs> we rent and it shows like it shows a badass picture of them in a mansion and then like a caption shows up and says we rented this for an hour <laughs> and then it shows like a live band like playing it and it shows the drummer says paid to fake this <laughs> it's so fucking good if you're in Salt Lake City go check out Caesar's Royal Lounge Barbershop really yeah, yeah. That's where, that's where you go? Yeah, it's just this two-little seat barbershop right that's, on State Street. It's at 4889 South State that's Street. That's hilarious. And, if and they you're, just play hip-hop. And if you're time. of the urban type um, that needs that urban lineup... Go like to, me? Yeah, another level barbershop. <laughs> yes, like two, Tony. Another level barbershop. <laughs> down, uh, and the another is, is announced like another. N- the, not there. Another level barbershop. Okay, all right. I miss having hair. To get fucking haircuts. <laughs> no, I do. Fucking, yeah. like, well, if oh, you're I ever, miss having hair just because. If you're ever in my hair. house and you need to have your hair trimmed down to stubble because uh, the <laughs> bald spot's too obvious, just come into the bathroom with me and I'll give you a well, quick shave. Well, I do that my fucking self. Well, if you're ever at my house, Shannon, that's what I'm saying. I'll put whatever you can. You can even play your own Pandora station if you want. (laughs) I love that this intro has been the most urban talk that we've had. (laughs) Speaking of which, who the heck are we? Oh, I don't even know. What's the panel? I think we are the podcast that tries to transcend boundaries. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think so. Some people disagree. Well, (laughs) people are going to disagree. Some people don't want tattoos on the Joker. I know they want Wu Tang Clan. I also think it's it's very easy in this digital age where there's so much information up all the time for things to get carried away and for people to misunderstand each other. Yes. I agree. Jesus. Page two. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I Thank got, you, Paul Harvey. I got that. <laughs> I got it too. Oh. We're so old. <laughs> the old guy's got that. I did not. That went you're better. Right. No, you're better off. Yeah. Just don't even. And I'm now the rest. Don't even. I'm sitting there mumbling. <laughs> of the, the story. story. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's uh, since he got us back on track. Let's uh, start with the producer and designated driver of the program, Two Tall Trill Tony. Yeah, I don't know what to do going first. Uh, say hi. And, oh, say, say hey. hey. Uh, Same shit, different order. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I got a Twitter. That's all. At Quad T Tony. So as a troll, how long did you have to wait for your symbiote? So it was a couple of weeks. <laughs> I ordered it in the mail. Uh huh. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Well, fuck, by the way, fuck you, Amazon. Hey, wait, wait. Don't fuck I'm Amazon, not Prime. Amazon Prime. I like it. Oh, Amazon. you just need to be old school like me. They don't mess with me. Play some video <laughs> games. That's my advice. All right. Okay, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Lee George Cade, everyone. This fucking show's already up on two wheels. Jesus. <laughs> so. I'd love it if you came to see me at my restaurant. Uh, it's Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300. So you have to look up into my skull because that's where I wrote the address down. Damn. Uh, suite 201, and we're open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Good stuff. You can also check out our website and menu at fresheats.com. Thank you very much. <laughs> should, I, should I come back to you, Jimmy? No, I'm just looking at something just to confirm. Same. I'm doing the exact same thing. What are, you, we, what are you confirming? We we got shit to confirm. I'm just confirming that I actually do compete against myself. You do. <laughs> you do. You do. We figured it out. So 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 we so figured is, that out. Which well. Jimmy is strongest? Oh, watch me on KSL every uh, Friday at six uh, six thirty p.m. and then uh, and then, and look for updates because anytime there's junkets, it'll be throughout the week. Uh, I also they're gonna have me on uh, the browser, which is kind of like their tech show. And so just doing gadgets and stuff like that and just goofy things and whatnot. Just making an ass out of myself. I, got to tell no. I, I love the browser show because you get uh, so many gadgets. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I was, I was, uh, yeah. I was, I was on the browser. Air fries, that air fryer. Oh, yeah. 
Changed my damn life. I was on the I was on the browser when we did our Kickstarter because you know it was back when crowd for uh, crowdsourcing was so new. So they brought. I'm us just on. glad that they finally tried to do uh, a new thing on the browser, and that is include personality. So I think that's hey, a great hey, thing. No, I actually uh, to that. Vice and I were on there uh, almost three years ago uh, last month, and because uh, I, I actually searched. Uh, I was like the browser, and I said something. Oh, it was, I was trying to find my uh, the last segment I did, and I said Jimmy Martin KSL to see if it's been posted online. But the first thing that came up is said Jimmy Martin and Jeff Weiss from Big Blue Mouth Off are on the browser. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's a good time. So tune in, watch it, and then Big Blue Mouth Off seven days a week, six a.m., twelve noon, and uh, six thirty p.m. I know you're leave, leaving other things off. There's a lot because you're everywhere. Yeah, I'm a whore. <laughs> I'm, a whore. I'm a whore. Okay, now Ooh. Jeremy Renner and Chris Evans need to issue an apology. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Whitaker. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? Good morning. Bonjour. Uh, Bonjour. Yeah, Bonjour. Bon yeah, it's, it's not working out quite as smoothly Shit. as it did All last right, time. It's the third show. <laughs> Shut up. What? The How did you? Do? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how doing? How doing? How your mama doing? What's your name? What's your initials? Bob Jerry. Top of the morning to you. Char char Bonjour. Bonjour. Um. Hey. Hey. What's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> how's everybody doing? Hope you guys are having a fantastic morning. Uh, check us out. Wiseguyscomedy.com. Uh, the boy, the homie, Bent Washburn, gonna be in town May twenty second, twenty third. Go check him out at West Valley. Um, and Chris Delia, June 5th, 6th. That's going to be a good one. Carlos Messia coming back May 20th, May 20th, May 30th. Whether you like Carlos Messia or not. He's the one who got in trouble, right? Yeah, but still. Yeah. Like, as a businessman, I respect the dude. Don't, like, he addresses all that shit. Anyways, <laughs> check me out. May 16th, uh, Kids Heroes Foundation. I'm hosting a gala there. And look for all the stuff that I'll be doing. Hopefully making more visits to Los Angeles. Follow me on Twitter. And um, I was one, there's one more thing. Because we'd like our Southern California friends to, uh, yeah, to come I mean, out and say hi. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah, and, um, if, and by, by the way, I do get hit up by people that let her in other states, you know, uh, like my man Bryce in D.C. You know, thank you for the support. I just don't have a means to get out there to do comedy. And you so, need, well, they need to contact their local comedy yeah, club. I well, mean, he's no Carlos Mencia. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like you guys, I'm just a small-time comic. Yeah, I'm a small-time comic, but I mean, like, I do appreciate that. That is extremely motivational, but, uh, you know, it, we could... Yeah, go to your club owner in town and, and uh, send send them links to Jay's stuff. And For, for those that are out of state, here we go. For those that are out of state, I need a guaranteed, I mean, when I say guaranteed, I need guaranteed 50-plus people to be there just, and they, I guarantee you they can book me. I think you yeah. could do Philadelphia. You could, yeah, yeah. yeah. because uh, I, gar I guarantee a mediocre show would show up for you. Okay, I mean, but I mean, but that's how, but that's how it works. You, you let you let Eric tomorrow know you want to yeah. come out to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. They'll fill a place up for you. All right, I'll come down if you pay you for me. Our come sister down. city, hmm? our sister, our sister, city. our yeah. sister city. I'll come down there and do my bit of why do people ride buses? <laughs> 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 I can come on and talk about uh, original how material. Carlos Mencia tried to get all of his all of his roadies laid at an Applebee's in Oregon. Word. I'll tell the story later. Damn. Yeah. So Philly, what's up, man? F come check me out. I know Philly's home to Kevin Hart, but you know, just I just want to come through just for a hot minute and see what Philly's all about. Go Flyers. What's up? Pronger was the good years. What's up, man? Broad Street Bullies. What's up? I don't God, understand most of those Hit him so he stops skipping. I know. <laughs> no, I, I get stuck in street mode every now and then. Well, like, sometimes it sounds like you're leaking. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm... Like I'm 
What? It's like a balloon with a small <laughs> hole in it. So, so <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Wakanda. What's up? Vibranium, you know? Vibranium, we in the building. What's up? Lonnie knows what all of this means. Here he goes talking to his imaginary friend Lonnie again. I don't. Black Shannon, I know you're listening. I don't, I don't Who understand. Who is this guy? It's his imaginary friend. He's Shannon Barnson, everyone. Hey, huh? That white Lonnie. White Lonnie. White Lonnie up in this business. Well, no, no. Keeping it real on a positive no, tip. No, no, it's business. Business? No, business. I thought it was biznatch. No, business. Business. I'm about my business. Bibbly. <laughs> bibbly, 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 bibbly. Yeah, now, like if you go to Morgan Sachs, then bibbly. Bibbly. Now say, my business is breakfast. My big, 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 big. And business is good. This is stupid. Because clearly, brunch is my business. Business is big, fucking droopy. <laughs> Hello oh, there. Business is breakfast. Come to my stupid pub quiz on Wednesdays, eight thirty. Can't wait for the breakfast round. Eight uh, thirty at Lucky Thirteen. I yeah. Um It's a good time. It is a good time. It is. A good, I, I agree. Every now and then I'll drop in. It's, yeah, a, it's good a good time. time. It's a good place. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> do we get? Do we get Lisa's? Huh? Yeah, we, yeah, we were. Oh, okay. shit. Uh, we're going this way. Hey, around. Uh, so that would take look, us to our host, with, Carrie Jackson. Oh, Why? Hi, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to tell you about Misa Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Go right ahead, Indugu. <laughs> My name is Jonathan Wakamba. Oh. You, you don't mind Your if name I, is Indugu. <laughs> I called you Indugu. <laughs> No. Why do I see a Roots moment happening? <laughs> Mr. Jackson is host of Geek Show Podcast. We're going to get letters. <laughs> <laughs> Asking for 25 cents a day. Uh-huh. That's fucked up. We're going Same. to have... Oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, my God. Dear Indugu. <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. <laughs> Dear Indugu. For less than the cost of a cup of coffee. You could help Indugu find his oh, way to his shit. comedy set. Dog, we, we just started a war with Wakanda, y'all. We're going to lose. I'm scared. <laughs> Against our imaginary country? I'm scared, y'all. Wakanda going to kick the shit out of us, man. Yeah. All right. Wakanda is real. So wait, so, <laughs> anyway, um, so wait, wait. So now, so um, instead of blueberries, mine's just balloons? No, it's just... Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're, someone, you're leaking. Someone will just yeah. make a leaking noise. Well, it's just Jay. It's like sometimes I, I think there's too much in your head, and, it just and also I just start going. It sounds like if that balloon don't fucking leak a little bit, it's gonna blow up, right? Exactly, just like that. Just Me and Lee gonna start our own podcast: Blueberries and Balloons. What's up? <laughs> It'll be called Balloonberries. Balloonberries, <laughs> the, the BB podcast. Yeah. And That's what the BB and BB-8 stands for, yep. Star Wars fans. Oh. Yeah, so you know. Today's subject on balloonberries. We're <laughs> going to talk about the crisis in Darfur. How do you feel about classic hip-hop, Jay? Oh, yeah, shit, exactly. man. The thing what happened was Wakanda <laughs> came through and Tupac blessed the joint. Understood. And I was a great fan of the Waltons myself. <laughs> on the strip, on the strip Biggie, Pe- Biggie Smalls came back from the grave. And Batwing was there in the Black Panther. Carol, Carol was also my favorite model on the prices. Holy right. shit, that blue's doing push-up. <laughs> now it's under the table with a blanket on its head. Shout out to La Marita, our sponsor. 
sorry to everybody in their cubicles right now. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> After these messages, we Hey, Geek Show, Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Frisch Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Frisch, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know, I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Frisch Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at frischeats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Frisch such an awesome reality. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in May at Dr. Volt's. Marvel's Secret Wars gets underway. War brings all of the old and alternate universes together. Heroes fight to survive as the world explodes around them. Who will live? Who will die? Well, you'll just have to buy and find out. A-Force. The women of Marvel finally getting their own series. Oh, here's one that I'm really excited about. Fight Club returns. Tyler Durden has lived a quiet life for 10 years. Tired of a boring suburban life, Durden's wife changes his meds, and now the mad anarchist returns with a vengeance in Fight Club 2. DC's Convergence wraps up this month. The multiverse is collapsing. The center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. The blood-dimmed tide is loosed. And everywhere, the ceremony of innocence is drowned. This is getting dramatic. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. There's your DC Convergence. Uh, they have regular tourneys, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering, Hero Clicks, action figures and collectibles, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. They're open seven days a week. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I'll see you next Wednesday. Broken news and welcome to it. The name of the episode is Dear Ndugu. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. I had to check on the spelling. That was my that was my sea partner's name on, on air, the airplane. Yeah, but yeah. We'll get to that. Oh, that's a cool... Sw- I just noticed well, your hoodie. Yeah. That's kick-ass. He's got his... Oh, he's wearing the Tomorrowland hoodie. Yeah. Because Jimmy has seen the movie. Yeah. And you can see the movie... A week before it opens. <gasps> well, at least five days before it opens. We are so exclusive. Because we got tickets. Goddamn tickets. Guaranteed seats, these are, when you get these tickets in your hand. Uh, it's not one of those stand in line and hope you get in deals. Oh, okay. It's guaranteed seats for nice. for May 18th at the Valley Fair Mall for a screening of Tomorrowland. That's that's like four or five days before it opens. You want to see it? That's all I can say. Jimmy cannot officially review it, but <laughs> <laughs> he can say... You want to see it? Yeah, that or I saw it, and I'll be at that screening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would I go watch a bad movie again? No, you don't. <laughs> I know you. All right. Uh, so uh, be be paying attention to our social media, um, uh, Facebook and Twitter, the Geek Show, Big Movie Mouth Off, and uh, you'll be able to get tickets from us uh, if you just do what we say. Yeah. All right. So there's that. Uh, let's see. Any other business we need to take care of? Uh, really quickly here. Yes. Uh, movie night. Movie night. Geek Show movie night is happening. It happens the last Sunday of every month at Brewies. This one's May 31st. May 31st. It's kind of a different uh, approach. Usually we go with, you know, 
bad sci-fi and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, usually, but, um, you know, we, we were informed uh, from a listener, uh, Doug Willoughby, told me that, you know, uh, you know, we're coming up on the anniversary. It's, you know, it's just facts, so it, I know it sucks, but uh, he said, and, and we did lose Jeff on the movie night. On May's movie night, it was. It was like right after he went home, and that's when that's when it happened. That's yeah. when it happened. And uh, but Doug had said that night he was talking with Jeff, and he's like, and Jeff's like, I've got this really cool idea for a movie night, and it's uh, the Italian Job and Gone in sixty seconds, both originals, not yeah, Mark not, Wahlberg and Nicolas Cage. Yeah, not the remakes. <laughs> the these are, I don't recall the years. Seventy four and sixty nine. There you go. Sixty nine is the Italian Job, if I remember right, and seventy four is Gone in sixty seconds. It's Gone in sixty seconds. Actually, I've never seen the Italian Job, the original one. I've not know, either. So I've only seen the the one with the minis. Yeah, but, Statham. but the original uh, Gone in sixty seconds is badass. Oh, it is. It's so good. It's like yeah. a thirty minute car chase scene, and like, damn, it's it, good. It is. Um. So he said that Jeff had told him this, and so I was like, dude, let's. For the one-year anniversary, let's do Jeff's last pick, mm-hmm. and I think, and let's raise a drink to him and, and have a good night. Not not be saddened. Or, you know, yeah, that's the thing. We don't want to be maudlin no. with this. Mm-hmm. All right, we want to celebrate. Let's raise a glass, cheers him, and watch mm-hmm. him, watch two. You know, at least one badass yeah. movie. I haven't seen the other one, but uh, so yeah. I know Gone it. in sixty seconds. If I'm remembering it correctly, it's it's, uh, and this is not to meant to be derogatory, but it's it's really good drive-in movie fare. It's uh, like one of those. Oh yeah, no no yeah, one of those kind of, of movies. Are. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, that's not a that's not derogatory at all. I'd love all to right. drive in. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. So there's uh, so there's that. Also, uh, Shannon could not be here for broken news. He's on the mount. The shay. He is on the mount. Uh, but uh, he will be here uh, on next week's episode. Uh, he wanted me to remind you that uh, Thursday night at Gracie's here in Salt Lake City. This is a very special pub quiz. His usual night is Wednesday night at Lucky 13, mm-hmm. him and uh, Brian, mm-hmm. and the Big Shiny Geek Show pub quiz. It's a special edition Thursday night, this Thursday night at Gracie's in Salt Lake City. Let me check the date on that just to make sure. I think it's the 14th. Yes, the 14th. So uh, go and see him. It's in honor of uh, craft brewing and, and beers, and the, it's a special event. Hmm. Okay. So uh, go. I'm sure they'll have some fine, fine prizes for nice. you. So that's a Gracie's. Uh, go see Mr. B. And support him on Thursday night at Gracie's. I'm All right. Sh- I'm sure he'll say something funny. He mm. will. He will. <laughs> Always does. All right. Where do we begin? Um, so much cool stuff. So much has happened. Uh, I got uh, movie stuff and TV stuff. Where let's start we- small and go big. So All right. TV to movies. So let's start TV because yeah. I got a lot of really cool movie news that, that are happening. Uh, let's see. Now, this is what's happening in the TV world. I, I will start with uh, DC because I'm accused of being a Marvel zombie. I confess... <laughs> Oh, uh, so let me start with uh, with DC. A couple of quick DC items here. First of all, and remind me to talk about Arrow. It might issue. <laughs> well, go ahead. You want me to? Yeah. Is this spoilery? Uh well, they spoil it. That's the problem. They. Spoil- I won't say characters and whatnot, whatever. Okay. But like, let's just say that a lot of uh, Oliver's friends in this last episode, as we record this, get thrown into this chamber and they throw like a toxic gas and they're all dying mm-hmm. essentially right yeah uh, that's where i ended okay yeah. right and then i saw the the preview the very next day no it was the next day it was after, or, after oh the, yeah i mean yeah very, the, very like after the show four seconds later yeah that, it was a cliffhanger and all of a sudden they, they go like, next week on arrow and it's just hey oliver needs your help and they're all alive and like, <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> that, that, have some suspense that's, yeah like, are, I mean, they obviously, up? I know they're not all going to die. No, I'm not an idiot, not. but you but, know what I mean. But you cut, you take <laughs> scenes with just Oliver, with just uh, Nissa Al Ghul, yeah. with just Raj, yeah, 
and everybody that's not in the cave and make a promo. Exactly. And that's when, and then they, you know? sh- they showed the, uh, when I said a couple weeks ago, he becomes, you know, the next, I guess he didn't become Raj Al Ghul or whatever, but you know, he was on his way and everybody's like, oh, spoiler. I'm like, no, it was in the fucking commercial. Well, and, and they, they leave you hanging thinking that he's going to take up the mantle of the demon at the end. Mm-hmm. And then next week on Arrow. (laughs) It's even the name of the episode, My Name is Oliver Queen. They're really just not even going to bother trying to get your... There's no one in that studio just going, hey guys, that's probably not... No? No? No. All right. You're going to spoil the shit out of this thing? You sure? You sure you you could not tell that information? (laughs) Now as, as, you know, all right, anyway. (laughs) This is me off. That is kind of... I I was thinking the same thing. I didn't... (laughs) I didn't let it bother me because it's just Arrow, so I didn't, you know. I'm not, like, you know, punching you know. walls over it, but, like, <laughs> I just knew, like, really? Like, you build this giant cliffhanger, and then three seconds later, hey, they're, all, they're fine. Well, now now here's some other uh, news, then. Um, we're not going to have to wait to uh, to see some of the characters from this new DC show, which is called Legends of Tomorrow. Which is the dumbest name. I'm uh, sorry. It's called DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I know, but... Yeah. Let's just call it Lot. Yeah, DC Lot. Lot. DC Lot. <laughs> that sounds like a rap group. I like that. Uh, it's uh, being reported that both, uh, both uh, Arthur Darville's Rip Hunter, which, well, come on. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm Rip Hunter. Uh, and uh, Ciara Renee's Hawk Girl will be making an appearance in the Flash's season finale oh, cool. later this month which is sooner than, than we expected to see them. Now, the new show is going to feature a ton of heroes. It is uh, Rip Hunter uh, has tossed together to face a massive new enemy. Hunter apparently travels back in time to face off with this unstoppable threat in an effort to avert a dark future he has already seen. And uh, with all the time travel that we get on The Flash, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, along with Hawkgirl and Rip Hunter, it will feature um, The Atom, mm-hmm. which now that Felicity has broke his heart, he can go. Be Iron Man he can and go be that shrinks. What? He's still not fucking shrinking anything. He better fucking shrink soon because right now he's just a cheap ass Iron Man. Well, that's what I'm saying. In the last episode, he's like, I'll take care of it and like flies off and yeah. he like shoots it down with his like, you know, yeah. pulser hand. And I was like, You're just fucking Iron Man. Yeah. That's all you are. And Come you on. <laughs> get get to your true roots. Beat beat Ant Man mm-hmm. to the shrinkage. Because he she even <laughs> found him and he was like working on his suit, and I thought he was gonna like shrink the plane. That's what I thought. Yeah. Nope. No. 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 Uh, so uh, the Adam is going to be on the show. Sarah Canary Lance. Mm-hmm. She's not dead. We've seen that you can bring people back from the dead on this show. Okay. Uh, l- uh, Captain Cold uh, is going to be there along with Heat Wave. God, that, I'm sorry. That The two of them, I just... It, it, yeah. It's and, so shitty. And Dr. Martin Stein, Victor Garber. Hmm. But I don't see... Uh, 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 the other half of Firestorm listed on the list here. He wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's maybe they're trying to hold something back from us. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, but uh, the season finale of Flash will be May nineteenth on the CW, and uh, the uh, official plot line synopsis of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and it is going straight to series. They're they're picking it up. When heroes alone are not enough, the world needs legends. Having seen the future, one he will desperately try to prevent from happening, time-traveling rogue Rip Hunter is tasked with assembling a disparate group of both heroes and villains to confront an unstoppable threat, one which not only is the planet at stake, but all of time (gasps) itself! (laughs) Wow. Can this ragtag team defeat an immortal threat unlike anything they've ever known? So there you go. No, no. Sorry, the, the, the yeah, the die in the first episode. It does. Sorry, 
<laughs> it should be fun to watch. It should be fun to watch. What uh, What are you thinking of Arrow? What am I thinking? Like right now, uh, I'm kind of digging it. You know, it's all right. It's a little melodramatic. It is, but it always was. As, as my wife puts it, as she walks by while I'm watching it. Yeah. My, lot of drama. Cat <laughs> <laughs> actually walked in it because she didn't watch it. She watches Flash, and she just goes. Why is everybody dressed like assholes? <laughs> and I, just, I go, she's like, is this like a flashback? And I was like, no, they're just in Raj's palace. And she's like, but why do they dress like that? And I was like, you I know, don't know. You know, you, <laughs> can, you can easily stop her from asking any questions by going, do you want to know? Because <laughs> I'll tell you. That's just <laughs> and great. then they go, no, I'm, I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. Uh, but uh, Flash <laughs> has been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying Flash I, a lot. I love it. I sat there with mouth open going, Fucking Grodd. Fucking Grodd. Yeah. So they did a psychic gorilla on I, the show. By God, they did it. And it wasn't stupid. And it wasn't stupid. <laughs> I mean... And those words coming out of my mouth just feel like weird. I know. Because <laughs> I said... I remember... I mean, Shannon even, won't let it go. I watched it when they showed Grodd. I go, hey, ain't fucking doing Grodd. Mm-hmm. That'd be stupid. I mean, even even Grodd hate banana was not... <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I just went, okay, they're doing it. I can't... You know, yeah. I leaned over to my friend. Uh, we were watching it, and I go, "You know, if I saw a giant fucking telepathic gorilla who could talk, the last thing I do is offer him a fucking banana." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that just makes sense. Uh, but Flash has been quite enjoyable. Okay, back to uh, let's get back to Marvel. Um, here's the funny thing that happened: we uh, we got Agent Carter renewed, and then another Marvel show Marvel show canceled at the same time. Which one got canceled? Show that didn't exist yet. The spinoff. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, uh, the spinoff was going to be uh, uh, Adrian Palicki, uh, Bobby Morris, Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mockingbird. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. And Lance Hunter. Uh, he. Uh, it was going to be their show, and I. This felt like a bad idea to me. Why? Why would you take two of the more interesting characters off of Shield and? You know, it, it just seemed like it would hurt Shield. Right. Did, did they ever film anything? No, nothing oh, okay. was shot. Well, it was okay. it was being developed. Um, but uh, what happened was is that they said, "No, let's let's renew uh, Agent Carter. Let's keep those guys on Shield because it keeps it strong. Yeah. You know, a lot of good characters. So you're getting Agent Carter coming back. Uh, let's see uh, next year's schedule. Uh, uh, let's see. Deadline says that uh, ABC has put the uh, spinoff on hold. Okay, we got that. As for the second season of Agent Carter, here it is. Uh, they will. It looks like showrunner Tara Butters has said uh, that the plans for the second season include staying at eight episodes, maybe 13. But there's a uh, worry that the show needs too many special effects for 13 episodes to be pulled off at a high quality. In other words, more money. You've got money, Marvel. Shut up. And that they'd move uh, Peggy. They might move Peggy to Hollywood or Europe. Hollywood. That's that's the only hints, <laughs> only hints that they're giving right there. And uh, let's see. So, uh, oh, um, and uh, Powers on uh, the Sony PlayStation Network. Oh, yeah. Uh, is getting a season two. Didn't Lee say it wasn't that good? Lee said that uh, the problem was is that the first two episodes weren't very strong and most people jumped off. Mm-hmm. But that if you stuck around through the whole thing, that uh, it, it, it actually worked out. All right. And uh, from what I have talked, when I've talked to people about who have watched the whole thing, they said the way that it ended, it, it, it could go in a really cool direction. So right. uh, I'll have to take your word for it because I don't have a PlayStation. <laughs> uh, iZombie was picked up again uh, for another season. I watched two episodes and I kind of fell out. I didn't think it was terrible, but I just I saw it being 
it's, monster of the week kind of thing. It, it, it's I just good. Don't like zombies. <laughs> they, they scare me. It's good. And it and it is Monster of the Week, but it's not because they also got another plot line happening in every episode that's building up to something, mm. and that is that there are more zombies and there's a network of brain supply to all of these uh, wealthy people who have been turned into zombies by the bad guy because he knows they got money uh. and I got what you need, you know. So I also couldn't take that she just looked like an asshole, <laughs> and no one addresses it. <laughs> well, they they talk about it a lot on the show, actually. <laughs> Yeah, they do because all the other zombies dye their hair, and uh, and she chooses, mm. and they 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 it, there's a whole bit about you know going to get spray tanned and uh, all okay. that shit. It's a, it's an enjoyable little thing. It's 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 not it's not holding me to the point where I have to watch it every week. Yeah, I've got a few stuck up on the DVR, but uh, it's 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 not bad. Okay, I actually kind of like it. Uh, Constantine NBC said no. Yeah, I heard that, but I fell out. So you can blame me because I turned it off. NBC said no. But, of course, uh, everyone's holding out hope for some other delivery system. It, it, it's weird that that's how this world is now. To which I say... Yeah, You're like, oh, it, yeah, it didn't, oh, it didn't work out here? Oh, we'll just take it somewhere else. Well, that's... Uh, yeah, well, that's I, don't, I don't watch it, but it was the Mindy Project. Uh, cat watching. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it got canceled. It did. And uh, But Hulu immediately was like, yeah, we'll take it. Oh, they jumped right on it. I think so. Oh, good. Hmm. Okay. Or at least that's the rumor. Oh, good. I watched the first couple of seasons of it, and I fell home. Yeah. She loves I mean, it. It's a good show for the people who like it. You know, it's, yes, it's just I not. For, it's just not for me. Right. Yeah. The people uh, who like it. Yes, that's. But uh, it's a good it, way to explain it. it. No, it's it's a very funny show. I just I just lost interest. Uh, let's see. Then okay, uh, I'm putting this one between the two categories of movies and TV because I can't find a definitive answer. Okay. Singer uh, Brian Singer has said that uh, your rogue cut for X-Men Days of Future Past with the extra 17 minutes of previously cut footage will be available July 14th. I found one story that said on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital, and then another story that said in theaters. They'd be dumb to do it in theaters. Mm-hmm. So it's I, summertime. Nobody wants to go see something they already saw. As yeah. of the time of this recording, I can't get a ruling on either one, except they both have this date yeah. in common. So that's when you're getting it. Uh, I'll hopefully be able to find more confirmation. Okay. Ah, now people have been asking me about some things that are going on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and so I've done some detective work. Yes, I could ask these questions. I'm like, <laughs> don't y'all got this little 14-year-old kid with my uh, kids. All right, before you get Mr. into Mr. Whitaker. Yeah, no, <laughs> at my barber shop, by the way, I hope y'all like my face. Oh, you uh, look good. <laughs> that looks really no, good. No, but this little, this little black kid, he's they kids don't want to read shit anymore. They just no. He's sitting there in front of like I'm like he's asking me all about the Infinity Stones. He's like, oh, which one is this? I'm like, well, hey man, here's what you want to do is I want go read Infinity Gauntlet and check it out. He's like, all right, cool. Starts clickety clacking on. He's like, and he googles it right there, and it just ruins the whole. And it's shit. right there. Yeah, he just it, Wikipedia it. It just yeah. ru- ruined the whole shit for every, telling every spoilers and all the shit in the barbershop. Everybody's like, "Look, hey man, <laughs> shut up, kid." <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> just slap him. I, I I was get my haircut, man. I didn't want to mess up my fade. I don't blame you. I'd get up and slap him. No, no I no. should have, but then I would have slapped it. Yeah, no kid wants to get slapped by a, a dude getting his haircut. He got half the head <laughs> shaved. It's and, traumatizing. Uh, <laughs> I would have stayed because that fade is. That's nice. All right. Uh, So you have to look at the word gauntlet and what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a glove. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like OJ. Now that's 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 pretty much the answer. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if Thanos put it on and be like, "See, this shit don't fit. This ain't mine. I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Some other dude. Don't fit. Gotta quit. This 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 glove ain't mine." (laughs) 
but uh, and 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 Lee brought this up. Uh, the okay, we're going to talk about uh, a spoiler at the end of Age of Ultron. If you're if you're like that, well, Lee already said it. Yeah, last yeah. week it's it's out there. Oh, okay, yeah, everybody right. knows. All right, if you don't know, you're stupid. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's Thanos picking up the Infinity Gauntlet. Fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. But the glove um, didn't fit. Now, the last time that we saw the gauntlet, it was in the first Thor movie in Odin's treasure room. Yep. So that was the question is, well, did Thanos get in there or what's the deal? The short answer, no, he did not. Kevin Feige mm-hmm. uh, recently chatted uh, and said, you know, because he's out promoting, somebody asked him. And he said, well... There are two different gloves. That wasn't Odin's vault you see at the end. And it makes sense, because gloves, there are two of them. And uh, so uh, Thanos has his own glove, and the other one is still in Odin's uh, vault, according to Kevin Feige. Hey. Maybe maybe it's the opposite glove. Hey. Mm. He's going to lose it in the wash. (laughs) Um, Another uh, thing that he uh, pointed out, he uh, he said, I'm going to clear this up, make this once and for all. Quicksilver is dead. Yep. Oh, that may may have been a spoiler. (laughs) Sorry. Got shot. Uh, Quicksilver is dead 100%. He is not coming back anytime soon. There is no plans, no LMD, no escaping bullets, no retcon. He is dead. And we wanted to make sure that people understood that. Uh, but what about a TV show? <laughs> <laughs> there are... Uh, you didn't you remember, see that coming? You, know, <laughs> you didn't see that coming? <laughs> you know, your Russian accent is actually better. <laughs> um, I love the movie. Shut up. Uh, let's see. Uh, you remember the one shots that Marvel used to do? Yeah. yeah. I love those. Sure. Because we... <laughs> <laughs> you'd buy the DVD just so you could get the one shots and that's where Agent Carter came from uh, he says and someone asked him he says what happened to him he says there's no active plans for one shots to return uh, but if something good comes up we'll do it but for really? now but for now no hmm. uh, post Infinity War Part 2 characters will continue unknown if they will continue in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with current actors absolutely nothing set in stone hmm. so that means that we'll will continue to have Iron Man. Probably just going to be played by somebody else after Infinity War 2. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And that's fine. Who would make a good one, though? I don't Mike, know. Michael Keaton and Christian Bale were both good. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, also, uh, someone asked me about a fear of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe turning dark. So don't worry about that. <laughs> every year what do you mean turn what do they mean by turning dark well you know uh, like the like the dc like the dark knight returns movies oh, okay. you know and and people accuse man of steel of being dark and, and yeah. it certainly looks like batman v superman is going to be that kind of dark you know yeah. feeling throughout the whole thing no dark turn in the mcu i don't want rainbows in my batman movie yeah. He's, he says every year fans come up to him and ask him uh, when is the mcu going to go dark uh he said well the trailers may seem ominous and have a sense of impending doom, the movies do not have that feel and will not have that feel. He said he had hoped that people would have caught on by now that you can't judge it by the trailer. There will be no dark turns. You guys are assholes, okay? Stop it. I know, again. I like my opinion. People are you're yeah. complaining about impending doom being too bright. I, or, I know. Or, or, or too dark. Yeah. I like my impending doom. Nice and colorful. Yeah. Nice and bright. Nice and, I don't. and smells nice and smells of lavender and suede. Mm. 
Well, it's also up. the second act of your, you know, three act show. Well, good yeah, Lord. you got to have some drama. Yeah. I just there are just so many geeks out there who just dissect this shit. Yeah, just to the point where it's like so thin you can see through it, and and I'm like, don't dissect it yeah. so much. Just let it wash over you and have yeah. a good time, and then go get laid. Yeah, you know, you no know laid is you know what laid is right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fun. Uh, yeah. The uh, two-part uh, Avengers: Infinity War will be filmed in these completely unused, brand new IMAX cameras. Yeah, never been used before. Uh, so that means the entire Avengers: Infinity War films completely in IMAX. Up till now, only segments of films have been shot entirely in IMAX. They're coming up with some cool stuff. Yeah. Like uh, when I went to the Tomorrowland. Uh, have you heard of these laser projectors now? Mm. Yeah, I, I heard about them. That's what they showed it on. Gorgeous, really? really? So, oh my god! So it's it's not the old traditional. And this was an IMAX screen too. Wow! It was at the and even cooler was it was at the Chinese theater in LA. I'd never been in there. Oh, it's really cool. Oh yeah, it was, I was like just before the even movie even started, I was like, oh. <laughs> and my and our, our buddy uh, Counts was like, go rewind, you know, God, what thirty some odd years, seven year, seven years old, sitting there watching Star Wars. Oh yeah, same theater. I yeah, like, That's the same cool. theater. There, there are pictures out there. You can Google them. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and uh, so the Captain America Civil War, a good chunk of it will be shot in IMAX, but not the entire film. Sure, it's uh, the first uh, Infinity War films. Now, this is very cool because, uh, and I don't even think of it as spoilery. It's just telling you who's in the movie. Let's just call Captain America Civil War Avengers three and be done with it. Yeah, two point five. Because somebody did the math, and they said if you add up the entire amount of Marvel characters that are known, mm-hmm. either in the comic books or movies, there are more of them in this movie than Avengers Age of Ultron. Holy shit. <laughs> What's well, like almost, I mean... For and, the, and, then, and it won't be that they have, like, long arcs, mm-hmm. you know? It, yeah. it'll, they'll show up for a minute or two. They'll show up like Falcon did, spread his wings, and there you go. Yeah. And, Mar- and Maria Hill. jizz everywhere. Yeah. Maria Hill will show up and go, yeah, do yeah. this. Uh, you know, so so here's here's what we know so far. It's the I'm here to collect my check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in addition to the final synopsis, which uh, kind of confirms what we've already known, there's the full cast. Um, that uh, Captain America's new Avengers team from Age of Ultron will all return. Mm-hmm. So that's your Woo-hoo! That's new your, wings. That's your Vision, your Scarlet Witch, your Falcon with new wings. Who am I leaving out? War Machine. War who, Machine. Who's, it was relevant. Y'all, y'all laughed at me when <laughs> I bought that War Machine shirt. It's saw like Comic Con, but guess who's been rocking that shit? <laughs> so there, so there's that Avengers team will return. Ant Man. Ant Man. Cool. Paul Rudd will be in in there. William Hurt will be returning. As oh, General Ross yeah. from uh, the Incredible Hulk. Wow. Incredible Hulk. Okay, so they got that. So they're like that. They're just like, yeah, that still exists in, in yeah. our universe. That's, yeah. cool. That's good. And and then you add, you know, well, let me let me just finish this out here. Uh, the film returns, uh, you know, Chris Evans, Captain America, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. You think he'll be Red Hulk? Yeah, I was just about to ask if we get a rope out of this. I don't know. Scarlett Johansson uh, will be back as Black Widow. Bucky Barnes, Sebastian uh. Stan will be back as Winter Soldier. Uh, Falcon, Anthony Mackie, Paul Bettany as The Vision, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, Don Cheadle as War Machine, and uh, Elizabeth Olsen Olfen as Scarlet Witch. Uh, so there it is. And, and setting that up, did you are you caught up on S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Dude, Edward James almost going, uh, we just want to start an index and keep, mm-hmm. keep tabs on everybody. Mm-hmm. Like that. I was like, oh, shit. Yep. And that's what it'll be because... Uh, <laughs> Because as it points out, just about everybody doesn't, you know, not, there aren't many that have a secret identity. Hmm. 
So the index is the thing that uh, I think will be the Civil War sure. you know, thing that happens. And mm-hmm. maybe it'll be uh, Paul Rudd. You know, maybe it'll be Ant-Man. Who knows? Uh, the film also includes, I'm not done yet. Oh, God. Black Panther. Of course. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman. I get to see three black superheroes on the same fucking screen. This is amazing for me. I'm sorry. This is, no, <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's like amazing no, for me. No, that's cool. Uh, you got uh, Emily Van Camp as Sharon Carter, Agent 13, mm-hmm. coming back. Uh, Daniel Bruhl, Frank Grillo as Brock Rumlow, Crossbones. Yes. Uh, yeah. So That's it, awesome. It's just huge. And the plot is Steve Rogers leads a new team of Avengers in their continued efforts to safeguard humanity after another international incident involving the Avengers results in collateral damage. Political pressure mounts to install a system of accountability and governing body to determine when to enlist the services of the team. The new status quo fractures the Avengers while they try to protect the world from a new and nefarious villain who will be Baron Zemo. Nice. Mm. Another character. I want to see how they do his costume. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Can't yeah. just do a dumb Donald ski mask, yeah. can you? <laughs> uh, and Martin Freeman has joined Civil War, too. Which I think is great. What did you say, Martin? Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Okay. Freeman. Like, Bilbo Baggins. You said Dr. Than. Watson. He's going to be in there. Uh, they're not saying what. Um, I've got all of this information here about uh, Joss Whedon quit, quitting Twitter. Yeah, he poor didn't, guy. He didn't quit the reason that you thought. And uh, he says a lot of, I saw a lot of people say, well, the social justice warriors destroyed one of their own. It's like, nope, that didn't happen. What it boils down to is he released a statement and said, I'm just going away to write. And it's an extraordinarily distracting thing. So I can't just be hanging out here all the time. I have to pay attention to this Star Wars script. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's another Come one. on. We, we had yeah. to shoot that one down, too. <laughs> Sorry. Not happening. Uh, but, uh, but but the internet told us. <laughs> yeah. I know it's bullshit. At least as of now, it's bullshit. It is. But, but uh, w- do you think he would actually leave uh, Marvel Universe to go do Star Wars? I think he would. I, I don't, don't know. I, not after the experience that he's had with Age of Ultron. Eh? You know, I mean, think about all of the shit that he is taking to this day <laughs> about my beloved characters from my childhood. Yeah. And now you want to put him in charge of Boba Fett? No. But Luke Han and, and Leia will all be dead by episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Whedon says I'm going to open myself up to that bullshit again. Yeah. You know, this you ruined my childhood argument yeah. that he keeps hearing. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so anyway, I, yeah, it's, none of that is true. He, he just, he's going away to write. But you know what? Patton Oswald is still mostly right. When, when he said that there is this extreme Tea Party edition of the left wing. Yeah. That these, these over-amped social justice warriors that are m- misunderstanding a lot of things and attacking people who are on their side. Yeah. You know? Your friends. Joss Whedon is on your side. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, you may have disagreed with a few choices he's made, but he is still on your side. He didn't vote for Bush. And that, you know, you invoke the Republicans, and I'll use that as an example. Sure. You never see Republicans fighting Republicans. They all stay on the same page, and look how successful they do. Yeah. Contrary to anything around them, they manage to power through. I would just say to the left wing, don't pick on people who are on your side. Yeah. Don't be like them. Come on. You know? Yeah. Let's, let's power through. And James Gunn, go to his Facebook and read this great thing before before he knew what was going on yeah but he still makes some excellent points 
day after Joss Whedon shut down his Twitter account, James Gunn wrote this. And this is perfect. Imagine being a guy like Joss Whedon, who has committed his life to fandom and to creating the best characters he possibly can. Characters he loves and has spent two years of his life working on a movie and then has to wake up to this shit. Mm -hmm. The angry contingent of fandom is getting more aggressive all the time and it's difficult to block out a person in the public eye, as a person in the public eye. And what it boils down to is that y'all are losing your shit over... Nothing. Things, yeah, over things that you're making all about you mm-hmm. and misunderstanding. Like what? Are, right? Like if I never thought about it. Like he's he's got a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I there's no there's no way. And you know what? If he did say I'm going to go do a Star Wars movie, I would find him. Mm-hmm. I would go to his home and tell him not to do it yeah. for his mental health, because you rabid fans are just going to kill him. Good lord. All right. So commas to fuck town is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Patton's uh, tweet was, yep, there is a Tea Party equivalent of progressivism slash liberalism. And, uh, and they're, they're just making it difficult. They're making it very difficult. We're on your side, folks. Well, that's what makes me mad. I, I kind of, yeah. I was hoping like uh, the, you know, the, the interview with, uh, my interview with we would go viral because like, again, I asked him that question of, you know, who's worthy enough to get that hammer. The first thing, that, I mean, like, immediately, mm-hmm. Malala Yousafs, or, you know. Yeah, he said Malala. Yeah. Mm. It would the, be worthy the, the to pick up the female activist who's being attacked in the Middle East for, yeah. you know, for her, yeah. fighting for her rights, yeah. got the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, there's your, there's your guy who hates women, Internet. Yep. Mm-hmm. There he is. Yep. Just it, in black and white, boy. Uh, there it is. He, it, ha- I, he clearly hates women and doesn't understand them or admire them. Didn't even on, hesitate Jesus. on that answer. You know, where you got Elizabeth Olsen going, like, you know, Beyonce. Yeah. You know, like the- <laughs> yeah. Why wasn't, why didn't you attack her for that? <laughs> because, All right. Because it's Beyonce, though. It is Beyonce. No, that, <laughs> that's it is true. Beyonce. But, I mean, but I was just, I see people saying that. I'm like, you have no yeah. fucking clue what I, you're talking about. I would just say to you, when you, if you're that angry and you're ready to tweet, stop a second. What we were talking about before. Yeah. Stop a second. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself this question. Is this... Yeah, this is how I emotionally feel, but is it accurate? Mm-hmm. Or am I making this all about me? Or am I misreading? Maybe I should step back and look into it for a second, you know? Go back and see the movie. Let's hear the dialogue again. Maybe I misunderstood, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? correct. You know, you know, the Library of Congress saves every tweet. Cor- correct me if I'm <laughs> wrong. True. And if I am, then you know, call me out on it. I don't think in any of Whedon's movies he had a, a gratuitous shot of a woman washing a motorcycle with her ass cheeks hanging out. Yeah, mm. there's mm. that. Mm. Transformers. Thanks, Michael Bay. Yeah. Mm. Man, I'm saying thanks, but still. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, well, well, look at the posters. Hey, look, Joss doesn't make the posters. Yeah, he didn't make the fucking posters. All right, that's some marketing dude. All right, so shut that's up. That's Josh over in marketing. Again, there are a lot of things that he that are not in his control. All right? It's like Jesus. amazing. You know, I just don't understand. All right, but then there's this. <gasps> and then we'll wrap things up here because you got a film review and you got to recommend. And then we'll get back to Deer and Dugu. <laughs> um, My plane buddy. This is, uh, take this with 50% speculation, but, but it comes from a source that I trust their speculation. All right. Because um, now people are like, okay, we got Avengers Age of Ultron, Spider-Man's coming up. And that's true. So here is a short list of directors that are being approached or talked to by Marvel about Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Now, like I said, it's grain of salt time. But I trust this source. Okay. 
So here's here's what they got so far. Um, 50-50 and Warm Bodies writer Helmer Jonathan Levine. Uh, Ted Melfi, writer-director of the Golden Globes, uh, nominated St. Vincent, Pitch Perfect, uh, Helmer Jason Moore. Uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan M. Goldstein, the directors of the updated version of John Hughes' Vacation, which, if you saw the trailer out this week... It looks good! It was, it was really funny. And um, Napoleon Dynamite uh, writer-director Jared Hess. I do not see that happening. I don't see that happening at all. No. All right? I like Jared's movies, but a lot of There's, people don't. There is no way he's going to play well with Marvel either. No. All right? And you don't want him on a press jacket because he is dull. I love you, Jared, <laughs> but you are a dull interview, sir. <laughs> no, I, I right. think every movie he's made is split right down the line of either people love it or despise yeah, it. Yeah, I just I don't, don't think Marvel wants to go I just down don't that see route. That. I just don't see that happening. But yeah. anyway. All right, that's, uh, that's sort of the news. I, I got a ton more stuff, but I'm tired. So let's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, looking at this real bad, uh, it'll probably be next week. Tune in uh, after the show. We'll have the interviews that I did uh, with the Tomorrowland junket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Got, uh, I want to see this. It's funny. Again, I love it because people ask, like, oh, like, you know, are you nervous around actors? I'm like, no. I go, the ones I get excited about are directors. Yeah. And getting to sit with Brad Bird. Oh, dude. Uh, yes. First of all, that guy is nice as hell. I got to interview him once, and he is a good guy. Yeah. Super nice guy. Um, You know, and, and, and I sit there and talk with him, and I always... And smart and a nerd, too. Dude, I mean, the guy did Iron Giant, Ratatouille, Incredibles, yeah. Tomorrowland. I mean, like, the dude hasn't, uh, he hasn't swung and miss. Yeah. You know, and so. Um, See, I got to enter him for Ratatouille, and it was just like, I hope that people like movie where the star is a rat. <laughs> he was like, like, it kept telling me that it's a rat. And I'm like, yeah, he, but he's a cute rat. He's a cute rat. Come on. Um uh, so I, I didn't get to interview George Clooney because he was only doing nationals. And then when I was sitting there waiting for, because he came in later because he was doing less interviews, I will say uh, delightful man. And I will also say that when he left, the room still smelled good three minutes later. <gasps> I don't know what that guy wears. Well, we got to find out. I want it. We got to find out what that <laughs> I is. I think it's it just is. him. I think it's just is this natural. It's just an aroma. Of, of I don't know. Him. He's a tequila baron, so maybe tequila is sweating out of his pores. Oh, maybe. Anyway, and, he, and I was surprised too. He made, I, someone said he showed up late because the day before was his birthday. Oh, I was like, he probably had a, a good night. A good night. Yeah. <laughs> good night as a married man. Um, <laughs> but no. So, but he was nice. Uh, but Brad, Bird, I, the question I asked because like, you know I always try to ask one question, put them all together. It's kind of fun. Uh, was um, what's your favorite land, uh, ride at Disneyland? His was kind of fun. Like he immediately, without hesitation, was like it's Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was like, and I, I wasn't expecting that one, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, because when I was a kid, I look at this building and going, how the hell is there a water adventure in there with pirates fighting and pirate ships? Because it just looks like a house in New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I see. And so he goes, I wrote it a hundred times as a kid. Couldn't figure it out. And then he goes, and he's like, it just made the magic of it that much better. I'm like, yeah, that's Disneyland. Like, that's <laughs> that's the, the essence of that place. So Same with the Haunted Mansion, though. You know, yeah. Like, uh, all that's not in there. I, yeah. yeah. And then I talked with uh, Britt Robertson, a uh, really nice uh, young actress, kind of up and coming. And uh, I, was it, I said, you know, besides being having to keep your cool next to Clooney, what was the hardest thing on set? And she's like, oh, you know, she's like, people think that Clooney's this kind of, you know, intimidating dude. He goes, between, between takes, he would, uh, he sings. He pops on his iPhone and turns on music. And I go, oh, yeah, what songs do you like to sing? She's like, what's that really, and Jay's going to love this, what's that really long, uh, rap song that goes on forever. I go, immediately go, Rapper's Delight. Yeah. She goes, yeah, yeah, that one. I go, yeah, Sugar Hill Gang. And she goes, it's before my time. I don't, I don't know that song. And I go, 
Well, you should. Yeah, you should. You should. How does, wait, wait, wait. So Clooney sings. So Clooney sings. Rapper's sure. Delight. I want yeah. to I I challenge him. Yeah, you should. That would be. If I ever get Clooney, I'm going to have it on my phone and be like, here you we take go. one side, I'll take the other. Let's go. Good. Even though, even though our, our interview is four minutes long, we're going to spend 13 minutes doing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and whoever breaks first loses. Um, so it was a good time. You know, it's, uh, so next week, we'll have those three interviews. Uh, there's an, a little girl named Raffi Cassidy who's probably 11. Uh, but she's good, though. She's good. It, cool. It, I, I love seeing a young actress who's just completely intimidated by it. I mean, she's got to sit there and talk with like 100 different people, you know, and she's just like super sweet, but like has no idea what's going on. Ball wing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that'll be next week. So, uh, but movie review. Um, well, no one really wanted to challenge Ultron in its second week. Who would? And, uh, and I, heard, I heard that. Ultron's looking at making about eighty-five million this weekend or something. Yeah, like that. so it's, it's I, I didn't bother bringing up any of the box office information. Right. It's just it's Ultron. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> destroying, Ultron. destroying so, the world. So, um, so the only one that decided to try to do something to it and didn't do anything was a uh, Hot Pursuit. Yeah, <sighs> which is Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara basically making a very shitty uh, The Heat. Remember The Heat was yeah. Sarah, Sandra Bullock and Ms. The McCarthy? Heat was good. That was hilarious. Good so the story is that Reese Witherspoon is like an uptight uh, cop. Sounds familiar. Okay. Like Sandra Bullock. All right. Uh, she's hired. Well, she's been shamed in the police department because she uh, tasered the mayor's son because he yelled shotgun as he was running to her car. You know, when you mm-hmm. want the front seat. Ah. She'd never heard it before and decided to taser him and he spills his liquor on his chest and he bursts into flames. Ah. <laughs> okay. That's kind of funny. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Finally, the, her chief says, hey, I'm going to give you another chance. It's time to get you back on the field. So she has to transport Sofia Vergara because she is the wife of uh, was it, a drug lord is being indicted. And her, her husband is the one who's going to testify against him you know, and, and go into witness protection. And then it just proceeds into an idiotic, you know, paint by numbers, ridiculous bullshit. I mean, it, plot holes usually don't bother me. Mm-hmm. But this one is so fucking full of them. I'm like, you could be at your destination in an hour. And you'd be fine. Why are you pulling off to the side of the road to chat? You know what I mean? That kind of shit. You know? <laughs> they steal it. They steal a pickup truck, and then it turns out that there's a guy in the in the bed of it, and he wakes up an hour later after they've been driving, and he knocks on it, and she hits the brakes, and his face hits the window, and he gets knocked out. So they pull him out of the truck. He's you know he's gone, and he's got an ankle ankle bracelet. You know, like, you know he's under arrest or whatever the hell he's on probation. And she goes, "Oh my god, they can track us. They'll be able to find us with that bracelet on. Let's cut his foot off, as you do." And I had to go, my mind really goes, why don't you just get back in the fucking truck and drive away and yeah. leave him behind? Yeah. Now, of course, he's going to be the love interest, but I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. It's so stupid. It, this movie, I, this is how I describe, I can only describe it on a few of my outlets. <laughs> this movie's so shitty that it makes me hate Sofia Vergara's tits. Oh, oh. Damn. Blaspheme. Yep. Hate him. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm done with him. Like, wow. Done. Wow. Like, I, I can't. That she, movie hurt you that much? Yeah. Oh, it's one of those ones where I'll write, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm keeping a list of all the movies that I hate so much that on my deathbed, I'm going to curse them all before I breathe my last breath. <laughs> wow. It sucks. It is 100% a piece of shit. Wow. I think I chuckled once. And it was, and you see it in the trailers. I didn't see it in the Night Salt commercial today. As they keep reporting, like, you know, Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara are on the run, blah, blah, you know, whatever the characters' names are. And they keep saying, like, uh, a five foot you know, white woman and a 45 year old Latina. And it's just like, ah, oh, 45. And then they go back you know, later in the show and it's like, all right, uh, now we have a uh, four foot 10 white woman and a 50 year old Latina woman. They keep upping her age and lowering her height. One time I was like, <laughs> and that was it. That was the only reaction that movie got. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just terrible. 
All right. So don't see it. Sorry. Just go see Ultron again. Or actually, you know what? Because I actually, uh, Kat and I, was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Kat and I went and saw Ex Machina again. Oh. Well, I saw it again. Yeah. She saw it for the first time and she loved it. Oh, cool. It's so good. All right. Well, I all saw right. it at that new Cinemark in Sugar House. That's the one you should go see. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Jay? Uh, well, I, I stopped by our lovely uh, place, Dr. Volts. Uh, they, you know, walked in and... I, I I had to get me some hero clicks because I oh lo- lo- yeah. and I wanted to share it with y'all. <gasps> Say what? And it's, I got the Avengers Age of Ultron one. I'm oh good. I got a random one and I wanted to see. I've what- got I've got a, a Thor hero click in the box yeah. that I need to give you. Then yeah. somebody I just gave to see me. What I got, so I'm gonna open Who are you it. gonna get? I got me a Hydra shoulder, uh, Hydra shoulder, uh, Hy- Hydra soldier, Ooh. and he's just standing there being all Hydra like. He's just like, yeah, look at me. I'm about to get killed, and then somebody gonna take my place. <laughs> two he's more. the red shirt. But, well, you, uh, well, you'll need two more. To no, take actually, I had I had a I had one that I found that I had to kind of give to the show, and just have it as a our little sponsor. What's that? D-Man. Yeah. <laughs> There's a D-Man hero click? There's a click? D-Man hero oh, click, and I Jesus. wanted to just leave it here. Uh, and uh, my, final, um, my final recommend that I have to... Uh, when I, I met the, these people at, at Comic-Con, uh, at Salt Lake Comic-Con, and mm-hmm. I don't want to... I'm not getting sued. Um, uh, one of my... F- a show that I used to watch when I was a kid, uh, Living Single with Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kim Coles and then uh, Erica Alexander. Mm-hmm. A lot of people remember Erica Alexander as Maxine on the show. Uh, she teamed up with her now husband to write a, a comic book called Con- uh, Concrete Park. I read, she gave, I met her, it was like cool meeting her as, as one of your favorite uh-huh. uh, celebrities as a kid. And then, you know, she gave me a first couple uh, issues and signed them and everything. And But their trade came out. Oh. And, and it's, it's called Concrete Park. It's great. It honestly, like I, I, I read the first two, and it's it basically, it, it's like it's in Earth, a post-apocalyptic future. There's a, uh, it's kind of cool because a lot of black people somehow survived a post-apocalyptic future. <laughs> well, that's very refreshing. That's, that's very that's very different for me. I was like, oh, this is different. We 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 somehow make it. No, but it's very it's it's very cultural. It's 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 mm-hmm. in every, it's very diverse. But uh, it's it's. They they're outcasts on Earth and and shit is just going down. It was it was nice to see it in the recommend aisle at Doctor Volts. Oh yeah, and someone's so, recommending. Yeah, it. They, oh, cool. uh, so they they recommended it. And but this, the comic is with Dark Horse. They've they've gotten a lot of rave reviews. And cool. So I, I I read the first uh, two, and then I got through the third one, and then um, I forgot. But I just saw the trade, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna finish this up. But it's definitely well recommended. Go check it out. Cool. Sweet. All right. You want to hear my Good Samaritan story real fast? Oh yeah. <laughs> can be quick. Speaking of black people, if you can do it quick. Uh, yeah. So I, when I was coming home from Tomorrowland Junket, uh, yeah. I, I sat next to this guy on the plane, and you know he's obviously not you know uh, not from America, and uh, and I was like, hey, what's up, man? And he just stares forward, doesn't even look at me. And I'm like, all right, dick, you know. So so we're flying, we get to take off because this is what people don't know. I've said a little bit what I did on the Facebooks, mm-hmm. but uh, as we start taking off, he starts chanting to himself. Oh man, that- and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, you know, I don't want to, you know, racially profile somebody, yeah, but this, but this, is, is, this is getting fucking weird yeah. real quick, you know? And he's just like chanting and like, you know, and I'm like, is this his death cry? Like, I don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on. So we start taking off like that. And the, the pilot said like, it's going to get bumpy. Like there's storms everywhere. So mm-hmm. about 20 minutes out of Salt Lake, it starts, that plane is bumping, like just shaking the hell. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is how I'm going. This is how I'm going. I guess this is what's going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden the guy next to me takes his, and they're like, everybody sit down. Like, seriously, this is going to get crazy, you know? And that dude takes his seatbelt off. He's like, 
like kind of I gotta get up you know I was like uh okay like that and I pointed this on like I don't think you're supposed to get up bud and he's like well I'm gonna get up and I was like okay goes to the back of the plane for like 10 seconds and then starts heading towards the cockpit you know like and, and then he just stands in the middle of the plane just looking around and I'm like, what the fuck is okay. going on? This is, this is it. This is how Jimmy's going, you know? And then he starts going towards the cockpit. And the flight attendant's like, sirs, like, you know, like, it gives him the intercom, like, you, you need to sit down, like that, you know? And he just keeps coming. And then, like, finally, she's like, sir, like, seriously, sit down, like that, you know? And I'm like, and everybody on the plane's like, oh, fuck, Shit. you know? <laughs> then he comes back and sits down, like, nothing was up, you know? And so we land, and everybody's getting off the plane. I'm seriously, they're like, like, shaking, like, oh, what the fuck, you know? And uh, right when I start standing up, he taps me on the shoulder. And he goes, please help. And then he points to the, he's wearing this badge around his neck. And it says like, you know, refugee transportation organization or something. And I'm like, the fuck oh, man, you just don't know where the fuck you, you are. are. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah, but I'll help you. And so uh, we get off the plane. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think he knows where he's going. Like he doesn't speak English really well. And so uh, wow. what do you call it? And the, the flight attendant goes, well, do you speak English? And he's like, no. And so, uh, <laughs> so she's like, polyfou francais. And he's like, no. <laughs> she's like, what language do you speak? And he goes, uh, Arabic and some Somali. And I'm like, and she's like, I don't fucking know, like, you know, <laughs> I don't know what that is. And so, uh, hang on, if I can find this. And so I go, wait a minute, I've got Google Translate. So we figure out where he's supposed to go like that. And so if I can get this going. <laughs> right. So and all of a sudden he perks up and he's like, oh, okay. Like that, you know, what I told him was that your plane's not here yet and it leaves in three hours. And he goes, oh, okay, like that, you know. <laughs> and so I said, and then I did a bunch of different ones. I said, you know, uh, uh, I'll take you to your gate, like all this kind of stuff. And he's like, okay, like that, you know. And like he's like smiling like that. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking technology, man. Like you know, so cool, really cool. And so you know, we took him, and, I, and he's like, what is your name? And I was like, Jimmy. And he's like, hello, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's yours? He's like, Aztec. And I was like, it's nice to meet you, Aztec. Thank you. <laughs> and so I took him to his plane and just it was I just it blew my mind that like technology is That's so, so cool. fucking no, rad. I, but I, I got to use that uh, with uh, with Sue's uh, brother from Seoul who speaks very very little English. Yeah. I was able to use Google Translate. Oh yeah, and I was able to to talk with him. I was just like, "That's like living in fucking Star Trek, right?" Yeah. You know, uh, it's like the the voice mod, you know, like the translator. Yeah, the universal translator. Yeah. yeah. So we're anyway, a step away from we're, it. We're a step away. It just it but made me smile. Just like fucking this world, man. This did you cool. ask him though? What the fuck were you doing towards the cockpit? What I think what it was <laughs> is because he got up right when we came out of the clouds. You could see land. That's right when he got up. I think he was like, oh, "We're about to land, and I don't know where the oh, fuck I'm going." Okay. You know, like oh. I think he wanted help of you know what am I supposed to do? You know, maybe the pilot will know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's how accidents happen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's all so, misunderstanding. That could, yeah, that could have ended. Very bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, if there would have been somebody on an the, air marshal or something. Air oh, that could have been very bad. And all it was is just, it's just a stranger in a strange land. Exactly. It's so. Just get to know people, folks. Yeah, man. You know, use your translator. Yeah. Right. Ask T. Makes the world small. All right. Uh, coming up, part two of the episode uh, where I just realized looking at my notes, I, I also once again read from James Gunn's Facebook. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's a good, he's a good <laughs> oh, guy. Reading from James Gunn's Facebook twice in this episode. Dear Dugu, please to enjoy. If you go 
down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. Cabin Fever has been addressing irritability and restlessness for over 30 years. New this season, some people call it a legend, a tale, a campfire story, and for some, it's real, and quite possibly in your own backyard. Whether you call him Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yeti, or Cryptid Ape, stop by Cabin Fever for a wonderful selection of Bigfoot merchandise. Prepare yourself for a Uinta Mountain adventure with Bigfoot journals and research kits. Sit back with a Sasquatch coffee mug, or for those 21 and older, a certified Bigfoot tiki mug for a tropical yet foresty drink while you watch YouTube's most recent Utah sighting video taken just last month. It's there. Oh, and it's for Star Trek, Star Wars, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Spider-Man, Doctor Who, Alien, Predator, Camper Van, Tents by Volkswagen, Magnix, Cards, Gifts, Toys, Music, they got that too. From Meek to Geek to Freak and Big Feet... Oh, sorry. They've got you covered at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 600 South and 7th East. If you go down to the woods today, be prepared. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. You've probably seen my high score there on the Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. That's KJJ or my initials. And you can play that game for free because you're a friend of the Geek Show on Sunday. The Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator is free to play on Sunday. Thank you, Atomic Arcade. If you haven't been in, I, I pity you. You really need to go and check this place out. Classic arcade games, a lot of great memories in there. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. they got classic pinball in there as well. You don't have to hassle with those tickets. It's free admission. You just walk right in and start plunking your quarters in. And uh, the Atomic Arcade right across the street from a bar named Sue and downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. So, you know, get a few games in, blow off some steam on your lunch or work break, or, uh, you know, sort of nimble up your reflexes before you go home. Free admission, no hassle with tickets, classic games at classic prices. It's the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. And we are back. Woo! I think it's kind of cool that White Samuel Jackson's here. Yeah. Who? It's, it is cool to oh. be White Samuel Jackson. I thought that was White Lawrence Fishburne. It'll look That's at, what Nick Fury's looks like. Oh. <laughs> oh. I got it. All right. Uh, this is uh, the last half of the third show, so I'd yeah. better I'd better guzzle. Get Do going. Uh, Catch up. Mm-hmm. Have a drink. I like the Grimace glass you're using. Oh, there, you Jay. know, you know. You got that lead poison and it makes uh, it tasty. You know, That's right. I, mm. I don't appreciate that. No, these are from 1972. What There's plenty about? of lead poison. No, because my, yeah. my grandma was terribly abusive and her name was Grimace. Really? No. But no, Grimace her, is a milkshake. That's all he is. Uh, Grimace is a purple monster. No, 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 no. He's a no, milkshake? No, that's what he's supposed to fucking be. Is uh, a fucking milkshake. No. Seriously. How do you know Google that? How do you know it. that, Jay? Google it. Because I, I know my purple. I heard Google it. I uh, I kind of refuse to Google anything, and that is clearly a purple monster. Not yeah. a Google it right now. It's a fucking milkshake. What fucking milkshakes are you drinking? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. what? Yeah. Did they ever have a purple milkshake? Sh- well, no, because if your milkshake if your milkshake is fuzzy and purple, don't fucking drink it. No, no but that's all you get. That's in the an hood. old milkshake. Yeah, it's a really old milkshake. That's all you get. In it's the hood, gone man. past. It's got me. nutrients, purple, and water I, in it. If I, your milkshake also has giant red lips and eyes, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't. I think he's just a monster that likes milkshakes. Yeah, it's a fucking no milkshake. It's supposed to represent a milkshake. I, all right. I remember Tony's on. Uh, see, I don't know. On Wikipedia, it says species uncertain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Type in grimace milkshake. You know, He's from I'm, Wakanda. I'm remembering fine. now. I'm remembering well, now in the 70s when the McDonald's had the outdoor playgrounds where you had like yeah. the uh, the Mayor McCheese uh, 
uh, head, head that you could climb up into. Okay. It was like so, a prison. And his, so, yeah, and his teeth were a jail. Here it is. Here it is. Originally, Grimace was the evil Grimace with two pairs of arms with which he to did. steal right, milkshakes. He, he did. To, oh, to steal see. milkshakes! Yeah, but, but he Jay's, was not what you said. But Jay was not a milkshake. Motherfucker, he's a milkshake. <laughs> no, because if he's... If he's How's he a milkshake, Grimace? Says, okay. after the first campaign, the character was revised to be one of the, quote, good guys. Yeah, and see, this, this yeah. is good and guy his, Grimace. And his number of arms was reduced by yeah. two. See, well, because clearly, clearly, I just realized that if Grimace's balls get itchy, he can't scratch them. He can't. No, no, the, not even the close. reason why they had His to arm. change it to two arms is because they read the Vedic prophecy that a four-armed monster would come and destroy the world. Or and the that's shakes. beta yeah. dick. That's the beta dick. Yeah, that I'm well, obviously, clearly, he's a purple plush monster. He doesn't have any kind of dick. I no, think, uh, yeah, I think I'm he's just telling a, you, there we. Hang we, on. right Jay. now in 2015, have beta dick. Jay, it's, here. It's not a milkshake. Jay, here. Have some oh. chicken salad. Have some chicken salad. Are you sure it's not theta dick at this point? No, we got, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm positive so far we got into the future. There we go. Maybe zeta dick. I don't know. Yeah. Have, have some chicken zeta salad. Zeta beams? So you know, the that chicken salad represents a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if, I was, there, was there a grimace, a grimace of chicken salad? That's well, because I'm, I'm just I'm thinking s- if the if the ad campaign was that the formed grimace was out stealing all the milkshakes, he was. Yeah, he couldn't have been a milkshake himself unless he was either trying to liberate his children, which were actually milkshakes, or he was some sort of crazed milkshake. I think cannibal. he went right. from stealing milkshakes to being just a milkshake enthusiast. So kind of like Gwen so, Stefani's I'm Just a Girl. Yeah, so this is yeah. this is Grimace Milkshake Enthusiast Edition. I'm going to believe you because you have sunglasses on. Those are sunglasses that we got in yeah. San Diego Comic-Con. All right, and it brings back good memories. Right. Yeah. You right. know right. that I just like to sit here and listen to you guys talk sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> here, have some, <laughs> yeah. have some chicken salad. Have some chicken salad. I'm going to read you something inspirational. Okay. Oh. Inspiration time. Is it, is, it, is it a transcript from the last episode? <laughs> the last recording? I'll be oh, honest. Yeah. I'm going to try to get through it without crying. I'll be okay. honest with you. All right. Yeah. How can I? God damn it. If you made me cry, but, I, but No, no, no. But, I'll make you proud. It's I supposed to make you. You can't. Here. Come here, honey. Come here. I don't know how to, how to open it. I don't know how to open it. There's oh. a tab right there. It's I a plastic it. lid. Open. I'm afraid. I have fragile hands. Darling, you're okay. Like, you try and open that shit. Okay, never mind. You got it open. You got it really. (laughs) That's uh, no problem there. Jay, you're adorable. See, (laughs) Grimace with two hands. Couldn't do it. Versus Grimace with four hands. Well, obviously his hands are made of mittens. That's true. Um, No, this this, uh, this will will, uh, maybe make you a little bit more proud of your choices. I'm proud of most of my choices. I'd like I'd like okay. that for once. I'd like to be proud of any of now my this, choices. Now this this happened a long while back. A long long time ago. Uh, after the Academy Awards and the Independent Spirit Awards, where the subject of superhero movies came up quite a bit in both shows. Yay. Yeah, always does. Always does. And there was a, a Jack Black made some superhero jokes yeah. at the Academy Awards, and uh, Dan Gilroy made some uh, jokes at the Independent Spirit Awards. Mm. You should follow James Gunn on Facebook. You should. Or Twitter. Twitter. Or Twitter. Yeah. Um, because uh, he always, he's very forthcoming with information. He's, he, he won't lie to you. And he'll tell well, it like it is. And, and he's, a, he's just a dude. And he's, he's a, just a dude. And he's a quick wit. And he, and he pays attention because he's like retweeted a couple of my things like two or three times. Yeah. <laughs> and he is just a dude. You yeah. you encountered him and he was just sitting there. I yeah. encountered him because no one was talking to him. Yeah. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's James Gunn. Well, and I've told you guys where I know him from. Uh, trauma dance, running trauma dance. Yeah, yeah. For like the first two years. That's the fir- that's the first time I ever met him. Yeah. yeah, good fucking dude. So this is a while ago, but it, it's still pertinent today, uh, where people were complaining about the dissing of superhero movies in these award shows. He said, uh, "I didn't really find the Jack Black superhero jokes offensive. Did you guys? It was like 
a joke. Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but the writing on the Oscars didn't seem to be all that well thought out. <laughs> it's, it's the Oscars. Yeah. As far as Dan Gilroy saying the attendees of the Independent Spirit Awards have survived against a tsunami of superhero films, seems a bit weird coming from a guy whose wife has acted in two Thor films. Really, that seems like you've uh, drowned horribly in that tsunami. Uh, but I know who's it's just he, kind who's of... He married yeah, probably to? at least bought a boat. Uh, who's he married to? Uh, who is Dan Gilroy's uh, wife? Two Thor films, I would have to say Natalie Portman. No. Or, I was going to say, say oh, Rene Russo. Rene Russo, you're right. Yeah. Russo? You're okay, right. Rene Russo. I wasn't okay. going to be able to sleep without that answer. <laughs> but, I know it's, but I know it's just kind of made up stuff as I go along with these award shows, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Whatever the case. The truth is, popular fare in any medium has always been snubbed by the self-appointed elite. Yep. I've already won more awards than I've ever expected for Guardians of the Galaxy. What bothers me slightly is that many people assume because you make big films that you put less love, care, and thought into them than people who make independent films or who make what are considered more serious Hollywood films. I, to pause that, I think it depends on the filmmaker. I, I, think, I think Michael Bay makes shitty movies and puts no, <laughs> no talent into it except for the graphics. But Preach. But I, you know... It's true, but I think people who like J- Joss Whedon and and the Avengers, like, yeah. there's heart and soul in those movies. Where I think Michael Bay's just like, yeah. "Hey, Victoria's Secret, will you cut me a million dollar check? Sure, thanks." And I'll, I'll use the guys that we talked to at Pixar yeah. as the same thing. Absolutely. Those are big films. Well, Don't try to tell me there's no heart and soul in those. No. And you guys, I will say, the Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of like for several reasons, a life changing movie for me. Yeah, yeah. that place is going to have like a giant place in my heart. For the rest of my fucking life, I, it it all depends on the filmmaker. Well, yeah. It has so much to do with what yeah. what Marvel's uh, what the brilliance behind what Marvel's mm-hmm. been doing is too. Uh, for the for Thor: The Dark World, they hired the guys that have been directing uh, tons of episodes of Game of Thrones. They're like, okay, obviously you guys can do this on a budget, so go ahead and make our, mm-hmm. our sci fi fantasy movie. Uh, here's a couple hundred million. Do it big. But mm-hmm. they know that they're going to get every fucking penny they spent. I think it's it's what's your goal and why are you here to make this film? Mm-hmm. If it's you know just for a paycheck, well, so like, okay. This is what I wonder about, like with the switch with the director for Ant Man. Yeah, <laughs> was it like you've got passion, dude, and we thank you for helping us get this point. But we've got this thing we want to do, and like, and we have a direction we want our whole goddamn like yeah. franchise to go into. Right? It's bigger than Edgar Wright. Yeah, yeah I you know, think well, that, I think that was Edgar Wright saying now. Nah. Well, Angeline, well, no, I don't Angeline, really think it's. I don't, I don't think, think it's it him that. saying it now, like being a dick about it. I think it's like Edgar Wright ha- has a vision. You know, he's been doing films for a while, so I think he just is like, "This is how I want to do it." Right. And Marvel and he, and is he like, is, and he is visionary. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think Marvel. You know, and this is all speculative, but it, it's Marvel looked at him and said, "Hey, look, even to say, you know, mm-hmm. we like what you do. Which you know, that's a great idea." It's not what we're really looking for. We have a mapped out plan. Like I said, was it Paul Bettany knew three years ago he was going to be yeah. the vision. Well, right. They know where they're going, and it's like either you jump on our train, yeah. you don't want it, hop right off, we'll get another guy. And, and like, I almost think like Edgar Wright was like, yeah, I just want to be outside. I want to be well, over here. Angeline yeah. Lilly talked. Angeline yeah. Lilly talked about it. She talked about it in decked. Evangeline. We did Lilly. too. She, she, she said, "Here's the thing. He had a brilliant script. That's what I signed on for." Marvel said, we've got to tie it into the bigger universe. And he had issues with that. And I don't think he left in a snit so much as he said, I really can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she, said, uh, and she even said afterwards, she's like, the movie is, the movie he wanted to make was fantastic. The movie we're making 
is also fantastic. Well, he's right. he's getting story uh, credit well, because yeah, they oh, the, the, probably use pieces of it. The I'm skeleton sure. of yeah. his story is still there. Yeah, well, right. and so like, some of the effects that he engineered for his demo reel yeah. are in the movie. So like I read Edgar a, Wright, uh, Edgar Wright and Marvel agreed to disagree. Well, sure, it's kind of what it sounds like. I mean, Whedon on the the junket that I did. So apparently, somebody asked him, you know, mm-hmm. about the Ant Man thing, and he goes. It was one of the greatest scripts I've ever yeah, read. I read he, that article. He was like, it was so good. He goes, based on I, that interview. He goes, I'm upset essentially that it didn't fall through, but you know, they just had different visions. And but from what I was told is that most of that is in this movie. Yeah. There's, there's just some slight changes to make it there's you know, also congruous the, with the rest of no, the universe. I, I could know? be completely wrong and Nick Wright could be like, fuck you, I'm not doing it! You know, <laughs> but... Well, he was, also pitch, he was also pitching that movie back as far back as the original Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that may have been... It was it was an outside movie to begin with. It wasn't one that was going to get a lot of of purchase, and so the fact that it's being made at all is mm-hmm. I don't think kind you of can, amazing. I don't think you can get too mad at Marvel when they like I said they have a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like and it's just like again, yeah. you want to join us? Fantastic. If not, there's I a can. thousand like, like, directors behind you. What's well, amazing I'm, about it is like I love the fact that they're just taking their comic book business model, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Where like it, it's all and, one and universe. Actually, it's continuity. Well, and it's, that, but, and, yeah. and, and it's actually only happened like in the last um, ten or fifteen years, where they would go and do these um, retreats, mm-hmm. where all the f- the, the uh, oh, comic book writers. It's a, it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's well, it's they, pretty well, much they, since like, Bendis. The comic book writers would go and they do this big retreat, and we're like, all right, let's figure out what our mm-hmm. overarching, uh, like overarching mm-hmm. arch is. What's the end for, game for like, all the titles? What's the end game and stuff like that? And, but they're doing it with fucking movies. I bet you DC is doing the, it with their TV shows. They probably are. Well, and you look at you I, look at where they're yeah. headed with Battleworld and realize this has been going on for years mm-hmm. and years and years. But I think it 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 started pretty much when they hired Bendis because prior to that they were almost bankrupt. They were almost well, out of business. I'll tell you what with Battleworlds, mm-hmm. like with this whole Secret Wars thing, mm-hmm. it's when I'm going to start buying comic books again. I'm already like doing when, it. When it's when it's done. I've had a lot of people ask yeah. me when should I jump on. I say oh, wait for the smoke to clear from uh, Secret Greg, Wars. Greg because asked me a question. They have. They went nuts, and they've done some good shit, mm-hmm. some shit that I don't necessarily like, didn't necessarily want to read or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner, right? Mm-hmm. They're done. Mm-hmm. There's like we've had all this shit go on. But how long did it take I, them to write that co- into the into that corner? It took them about as long as fucking DC did when they had to do uh, yeah, their big reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their big reset. So they, did, they, did, they did some things uh, like the Death of Wolverine storyline. I'm yeah. not sure if you read that or not. Heartbreaking. But yeah. It's so good. Uh, Greg asked if Marvel Unlimited, Marvel Digital Unlimited, was going to have the Star Wars comics. You guys addressed this yes. in Broken News last week. That mm-hmm. yes, they they they've got all the old Dark Horse titles. But yeah, the the new stuff that Marvel's doing is also going to be hitting mm-hmm. Unlimited here in about another month. Yeah. So if I, not by now, yeah. Yeah, it's it's some great stuff. But I'm excited about Battleworld because it is just a giant, you know, Secret Wars, mm-hmm. just a giant reset button that's kind of necessary. And they're just gonna, like we're going to do everything that you've ever wanted to see. Yeah. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw it out. Like and like and I'm going to buy some of it, dude. I'm going to future imperfect. Mm-hmm. That Hulk fucking series? Mm-hmm. I remember that. I fucking love that shit. I'm going to buy that shit, you know? Old Man Logan, I'm going to buy that well, shit. Well, he's he's probably going to be the post-continuity Wolverine. And fuck yes, that's awesome. Yeah, cuz cuz the Wolverine of the 626 is dead. He he's yeah. encased it literally encased in uh, adamantium and dead. And yeah. so, um after five issues of what I thought was one of the better illustrated and better written uh, storylines and just seeing Wolverine, he's done. And so hmm. they're saying post-Secret post, post Secret Wars, it'll probably be Old Man Logan. Oh, 
All right. So good. Now we continue. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> No, it's no this that's we why get excited. That's why I do this. I've made B movies, independent films, children's films, horror films, and gigantic spectacles. He's made D minus films. I've yeah. seen some. Oh yeah. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet, not a good movie, but fun to watch. It's not that bad though. He didn't oh, make that though. I find he was heavily involved. I find there are plenty <laughs> of people everywhere making movies for a buck or to feed their own vanity. And then there are people who do what they do because they love storytelling. They love cinema. And they want to add back to the world some of the same magic they've taken from the works of others. In all honesty, I do not find a strikingly different percentage of those with integrity and those without working within any of those fields of film. If you think people who make superhero movies are dumb, just come out and say we're dumb. But if you, as an independent filmmaker or a serious filmmaker, think you put more love into your characters than the Russo brothers do Captain America, or Joss Whedon does to the Hulk, or I do to a talking raccoon, fuck yes, you are simply mistaken. Well, I, I think Wes, Wes Anderson had a similar... Wes Anderson went ballistic on this exact same yeah. note. He's yeah, like, he how, how dare you fucking say that these people yeah. aren't making good no, movies? Wes, Wes Anderson a, came out and said, I love those superhero movies. Yeah. To, it's just know, a different to, genre, well, no, right? Not, but not, I, mean, I mean, to call bullshit, I mean, like, you know, everybody has their start usually in the independent, you know, no one comes out swinging on a, on a you know, $200 million Hollywood film. So everybody pretty much had their start. Favreau had swingers, you know? Yeah. You know, everybody great had their film. start. Yeah. It I is a great it. film. Josh, and, Josh Trank with uh, Chronicle. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so like, they're just building their stuff. So whether they're, I guess as you progress, you know, do you, what's the whole thing? Like you sold out or you bought in kind of thing, you know, yeah. where does the love still lie? Do you still have a love for cinema? Or do you like that big giant paycheck that's coming in your pocket? You know, mm-hmm. you have to balance it. I get it. So I, again, I go back. I think it's to the individual. What, what are you in it for? You know, well, I, well, I think Michael Bay was. I'm not kidding. I keep going to Michael Bay. I think he's in it for the money. That's kind of it's, it's kind of where I get into well, with Whedon. I mean, I'm an unapologetic Whedon fanboy. But what did he do? First thing after Avengers, I need a palate cleanser. I'm going to do Shakespeare at my house. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the black and white one. Yeah, and, and it's it's great to watch because he took all of his people that he loves to work with, and he's like, this is going to be therapy because this movie this movie was hard. This movie beat the shit out of me. So I'm going to do. Uh, some great Shakespeare with people that I love working with. It was uh, and much you, ado about nothing. Yeah, wasn't you it? talk about beating the shit up. He says it in my interview. He goes, I, I go, I'm sad that you're not doing Infinity War. He goes, me too. I can't do this again. Yeah. He goes, right, it's yeah. killing me. Well, and I will even say this, though. Like, if, if whatever genre it is, whatever kind of movie it is, if like people have passion about it and they truly fucking care about it, mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm going to make the best shitty movie I've ever made. <laughs> All right? Like, and it's honestly, that's the goddamn truth. Like, if you think about it, like, Troma does not make good movies. They've only made one. <laughs> but, like, but they're passionate about their shitty movies. Yes, they are. And you could watch that and go, okay. I do right? consider Taxi Driver a trauma movie. Really? Taxi Driver? Well, I think Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman produced it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we got to check on that. But now. if you watch, like, um, so... Furious 7 yeah. that we reviewed together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not my type of movie, right? But there was a joyless abandon to that fucking movie, right? But Where they're just like... Wait, wait, did you say joyless? Joyful. Joyful abandon to that fucking movie, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. Where I'm sitting there watching it with you, and I'm just like, the everybody involved in this is 
loving what's going on. Oh, yeah. Right? They, they were in the, the play. And the Oceans. 100%. The Oceans movies. Yeah. And, yeah. Same and, thing. And it's like, yes, are they great art? But No. No, but are they... Fun. Are they passionate? Are, are you, they having a great are you time? Ha- yeah. yeah. Like, when you walk out of your trailer, are you excited to be there? Right. Not every fucking film... Exactly. Right not there. every film or fucking TV show or song you hear on the fucking radio needs to make you go, that really made me think about my life. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, no you, you want to walk out and go, oh, thank God that didn't make me think about my fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just... Well, and, that's, and that's what I loved about the Furious franchise and what, what they finally realized what they are, and I've said it before, is like, you know, you watch the first and second one, and it's like, oh, it's hard, Gressel, you know, huh. whatever. And then you're like, let's just do stupid stunts. Right. Let's yeah. just have fun. Let's yeah. make this a ridiculous well, soap opera that makes no sense yeah. and just have a good time. But it's fun. And, and yeah. it was a great Full time. disclosure, the other one I've watched all the way through was Seven, yeah. right? Because, but I'm going to go watch the rest because I want to sure. say, yeah. I want to go, how the fuck did that get there? And, and, and here I'm the chump that owns every single one of them and hasn't seen any of them. No, <laughs> dude. Well, it sounds like, sounds like we have a party we're going to have. Yes, I'm such does. a bro that I've seen all of them yeah. in theaters. Me too. Yeah, All of them. And I don't regret any of it. It's well, so, you should not regret anything that you love it's, watching. It's like watching pre-workout. It's just... It's, 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 <laughs> you know, Jay, you are talking to the guy who's watched Sucker Punch a dozen times. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 like oh that's how pre pre workout works and it's that's the one thing I've right. learned is never apologize for something that you love yeah. nope if you love it if it if it strikes your heart if it makes you get up and smile then and someone else says that's bullshit to say you know fuck you sorry yeah I, I love it sorry I'm, da- I'm down to get down mm-hmm. let's go fast All right. yeah and let's, furious let's get, let's get furious let's get let's furious fuck anger management let's get furious <laughs> <laughs> oh it was wrong he didn't produce uh, taxi driver it was Rocky. Oh, so yeah, I consider I consider Rocky a trauma movie. Hey. I am not slow and calm, fast and furious. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted um, to do a movie called The Fat and the Curious. With, <laughs> oh wow! No, I was gonna my, my was that a porn? That's no, a porn no, 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 no. It was a couple friends of mine and I. We were we were fairly overweight and we wanted to just get like climb into my Ford Taurus and just drive around. <laughs> and the camera was gonna be like every time we stopped at an intersection, we're gonna roll down the window and say to the guy next to us, "Hey, uh, what you doing?" <laughs> no, speaking of no, whatever. You remember the old days when they had posters and there was always a, a tagline of dialogue in there? Mm-hmm. The fat and the curious. Hey, I wonder what that tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's he eating over there? Yeah, and then, and then the you last finish that. The last words are going to be like, "Oh, I wonder if there's a lot of triglycerides in that." Hey, are you going to finish that? That's bad. Hey, what you eating? Are you going to eat your fat? Hey, I'm, I want to see. I want to see Black Mass. That's the movie I want to see. Y'all didn't hear what? What, what is Johnny Black? Depp's new movie? You saw that? Oh yeah, yeah. Black, Black it's, Mass. It's, it's what got is that? porn parody written all over it. Yeah, no, the character he's playing. Uh, he's playing Whitey Bulger. Yeah. Whitey Bulger. Oh, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Depp as Whitey Bulger in a movie called Black Mass. I was going to that confused this, me. This screams porn parody. It confused me. It's bad marketing. Well, no, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it should be marketed should be, on Brazzers. It should be called Whitey Brazzers on or Brazzers yeah. or Bang Bros. Yeah. <laughs> Whitey Bulger in Black Mass. All right. Um. It, it, Anything else before we uh, wrap this up? I've got DVDs up? and Blu-rays, but I gotta get, get, get my phone back. Oh, but we're we're doing we're we, periscoping. We, we, oh, periscoping. I got, I got a ca- Mangler I got an cam account. is done. Mangler cam. I got an account. Bye bye, Periscope audience. Yeah. <laughs> All right. oh, we're, we're gonna switch to mine. We're gonna switch to mine. Oh, we're switching to Jays. Yeah. It's too late. Technology has failed us. <laughs> yes, it Technology has. just fell on They'll the floor. They'll just have to Never hear say this. that. Technology yeah. just fell on the ground and all of its electricity is leaking out. Technology will Electrosity? never fail us. Electricity. It's an atrocity of electricity. 
All right. Starting with the Blu-rays. Uh, well, she won an Oscar for it. And it was easily predictable that she was going to win it with Julianne Moore for Still Alice because it's the... Uh, Oh crap! What's the disease? Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah. Alzheimer's, yeah. And did, you, did you forget? <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> oh my Jimmy god! Jimmy forgot the name of Alzheimer's, you guys. I'm so sorry, Jimmy. Everyone, write that down. Write that down on your calendar. I got What's it. What's the name of that disease that makes you forget stuff? Oh, Shit, I forgot. I forgot Alzheimer's. Uh, Who am I? Oh, yeah. Who the fuck? Wow, dog. What the fuck? Did you just say dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thor, good old Chris Hemsworth, got to play a computer hacker in, <laughs> in Black Hat. Oh, this shit. That movie looks so shitty. Like, it's terrible. I just uh, never watched it. We watched the preview, right, Bangalore? Yeah. yeah. And we're like... Okay. And we're just like, that's stupid. We, yeah. we, we have a worse experience with it when they came out and debuted it at Hall H at Comic-Con, and there's not a single... Eh? In the <laughs> whole... You know, there's thousands of people. They're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Mann, remember when you made good movies? Yeah. Well, it, and that's what's funny. I talked about uh, the, uh, Hall H with Spader and Bettany, and I was like, last time I saw you guys was in uh, Hall H. You know, and they go, "Oh God, <laughs> that, that was a day." Like, and he goes, and, then, and they were trying to describe it. And Spader, God love him, gives the best description. He's like, you know, I was standing. He goes, I've been in a few hurricanes, and standing on on the edge, you know, on the waterfront as it comes at you. And he's like, and that's what Hall H is. He's like, but it's it's energy, except it's, it's, except you know. during Black Hat. And I was like, <laughs> and I was sitting there going like, yeah. And then now you're saying that I'm like, can you imagine like if you were after Ultron, like, yeah, <laughs> and now Black Hat. <laughs> 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 so sorry about you, Black Hat. Uh, another one, Johnny. I, this one, I don't know why how, or how they got all these actors. It's Gwyneth Paltrow, Johnny Depp. I think you and McGregor, if I remember right, from Mordecai. Remember oh, that? oh, this one. Oh. Now, what was that? It's basically like a live-action cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And it's seventy percent of the jokes. I'm not shitting you. Are about his mustache. Yeah. What? Yeah, I got my mustache. And it was trying really hard to channel like the the Pink Panther movies. Yes. And uh, it was a disaster on so many levels. I'm sure they lost a shit ton of money. Yeah, because this was a this was a debt pet project. Well, the oh, was the, it? Yeah. the Mordecai uh, the uh, Mordecai mustache wax line just crashed. Did and not work. Yeah, all no. the novelty shops sent it back. There's giant cases of Mordecai. Did mustache you see it? Wax. Wow. I saw it. Yeah, it was good. There, are, I will say, there are a few funny parts. Egg and I went to go see it, and we laughed a couple of times. But for the most part, you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Here? This movie is why you're getting another Pirates of the Caribbean so soon. Did oh, your whitey really? bulge yeah. when you saw it? All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't. They didn't even screen this film for us, and I heard nothing but bad things. But Adam Sandler and the Cobbler. Oh my god. Was like, I, I makes like, shoes. Oh no, he I actually guess. makes treats out of peaches. Yes, <laughs> delicious. Uh, see, there's a, a film called oh, The you, Final Hours. You heat it up nice with some vanilla ice cream. <laughs> you, make sure you, you don't forget oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you can't forget the cinnamon and the ball shots. They call me Mr. Tibbs. They call me Mr. Y'all, Tibbs. Oh, that's a great fucking Sydney, movie. Sydney, Sydney Poitier. Poitier. on Blu-ray. Sydney. My okay, the my Sydney loves that movie. the Sydney Poitier movie I want to see on Blu-ray is Lilies in the Field. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a fantastic movie and he's a good mm-hmm. singing voice. They're putting Orgasmo on Blu-ray. Why? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I don't yes, know if it's already yes, on Blu-ray, if it's yes. a different edition, but it's coming. I fucking it, hey, it, oh, it's coming. I don't want to sound like a homo or nothing. 
But I totally love, uh, yeah. I totally love unicorns. Almost all like yeah. a queer. Where you think I think unicorns are kind of kick ass. <laughs> but the fact that orgasmos on Blu-ray is pretty kick ass. No, I want to sound gay or nothing, but uh, I kind of like make love to you tonight. <laughs> so Stunt cock. I think uh, is that Matt Stone doing that? I think it yeah. is. Yeah. All right. Oh, moving so to good. the to the TV. That was Chota Boy. Come Chota Boy. No, Chota no, was Boy Matt. was the small guy. No, yeah. Matt yeah. Stone was the yeah. Trey Parker. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Revolution. I guess it got canceled. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it says a complete series, seasons one and two. Wow, so. it, got yeah, can- just like, it got it got canceled two seasons too late. Right? Was they're it like, not good? I didn't. It, it wasn't. It, was it had sort a of good. it had a really good opening five minutes. The premise. I watched the, the first five really episodes. Neat. Did not like when it. the first when the EMP hits and all the airliners are falling out of the oh, sky. Yeah, and I was like, was "Whoa, crazy. I'm on board!" And then, and then half like, an hour who's later, I'm like, "Turn the lights on!" And like, South Central was like, "Could you let us know?" <laughs> uh, you know, because uh, we don't understand how to harness steam, er- steam energy at right. all. Uh, and then you guys will have to tell me the difference between these two. There's it's Battlestar Galactica, uh-huh. the old one. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay it's shitty. And there's Camp. there's two different sets: the remastered collection and the definitive collection. I don't uh, know the difference. They're all shitty, but some of them are more. The pretty. definitive collection has all of the original Battlestar Galactica plus Battlestar Galactica 1980 plus the episode where Starbuck gets marooned that they retconned <laughs> into an episode of Battlestar Galactica 1980. Hey, it was actually a full whoa, episode of the original whoa. Galactica, but it was shot the season before, but not aired until the season after. What? Or is remastered is Battlestar Galactica What's in high What's happening? Death. Oh, shit, son. Display of really? knowledge. Wow. You should have just taken yeah. your mic and thrown it. I know. Oh, hold on. <laughs> no. No. You're not. You're not blueberries. He dropped the mic. Either. No, that's, that's all truth. That was strawberries right there. Straw- now, are you talking about the movie Berry. version or just the that TV shows? The TV shows. Okay. Yeah, because there was one episode. That's the thing with the definitive version. There was yeah. one episode where Starbuck crashes on a planet. Yeah. And he gets a Cylon, rebuilds it, teaches it how to play poker. Yeah. Oh, I remember now, that. Now that episode yeah, was that. a two-hour episode of the original series, but they remade it into a book-ended episode to explain where the creepy, weird kid that followed Commander Adama around in Battlestar Galactica 1980 came from. Yes. He's Starbuck's angel child from his celestial kingdom planet that he got because it's a Mormon TV show. That's right. Huh. That's just okay. Don't, just don't buy it. You're fine. No, but that episode was really good because Starbuck and his Cylon friend ended up fighting off other Cylons that show up to kill him. Just as long as it's not Gun on Ice Planet Zero. Oh, I fucking hate that episode. Fucking two parts for that. Is that the piece one? Where, is that the one where like the the, the Battlestar the the Galactica is flying? Yes. And and the fucking big cannon shooting the yes. straight laser. Yeah. It's getting closer and, like, and closer. It's closer. It's like and where you're going. Turn and you're like, if you could just. Tap that gun just a little, just like with just. Or no, just like make the Galactica go down that way. <laughs> what, 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 what I loved, what or I loved, up is, that uh, way. See, Galaga had not been created yet, so they didn't realize they could fly under the gun. What? But the other, the other issue is every like seven minutes they would pan to the gunners and they'd be like, "Bear command." Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. It's yeah. like one of the worst fucking episodes of it really TV is. ever. Just don't even. Well, yeah, fuck old Battlestar Galactica. I mean, look at it once, the, just so you have references. So, so when you, you watch, I would say don't do when it. you watch Guys, the good one, the pilot of the original Battlestar Galactica yeah. is actually quite good. It is. I so enjoy, is no, Buck so, Rogers. Okay. So watch yeah. that. I enjoyed that because I remember uh, a few months ago. You know, I went on the whole Battlestar mm-hmm. Galactica kick, and I watched the first episode. Yeah. I was like, this shit's this shit's hype. Yeah, it, yeah, was, it was. It was, and yeah. it got terrible after that. Yeah, like oh, it's because they four, let Glenn Larson get more involved. Yeah, there was four episodes in. I was like, nope. There was there was one episode of the classic Battlestar Galactica called Fire in Space. Okay, where mm-hmm. the entire episode was about a fire 
in one part of the ship. Oh yeah, it fucking uh, okay. But in the new, they send Muffet to bring life supplies to people. In the, yeah. in the new Battlestar Galactica, they handle that episode mm-hmm. in three minutes. Yep. Because they just jettison everybody out the airlock to put the fire out. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But it was <laughs> a fucking you could, you couldn't genius. Get, you couldn't get Lauren Green to read those lines. Jettison the... What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? That's not very nice. Anyway, sorry. I'm glad they jettisoned. I'm Space I Grandpa. The same thing. Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's it. Do you like Games? my cape? Video games. Games. Sorry, Tony. That's okay. Video um, games. So there's a couple of games coming out this week that, uh, you know, look pretty good. Vidio Gomez, my darling. Thank you. All right. Sorry. Why are you so singing tonight? I don't know. It's weird. We're getting a yet another remake of Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X-2. This is never going to happen. When you say remake, what this you is like the third mean? time they've remade these games. Where, are they remaking like, them just to remaster them? So, yeah, they? this is the remaster limited edition oh. for PS4. Now, remember, when, remember yeah. when I said that when you come out of your trailer, what are you in it for? The money. This is for the money. Money. So money. The the one the one that I want remastered is seven. Oh yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Why why won't they do seven? I don't know. Because that's the one my brother in law was. Everybody like everybody remembers like because everybody like me that I think that's the one I played. Everybody like me who can't figure out how to get Knights of the Realm gets pissed off and breaks their TV. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Um, When Chan and I were at E3, we we went to the Final Fantasy like demo. And they're playing it, and they're you know doing the whole role playing thing and whatnot. And they're like, "So, does anybody have any questions?" And she just goes, "I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's pretty much me in all the things, though. <laughs> that looks hard. You know, the best thing you ever said, and I, I will never forget it, was we were at a it was a Skylanders demo. Yeah. The Skylanders like pull force where the triforce. Okay, what the, the, the way you could like put the two little toys. Together yeah, you could combine them and stuff. Yeah, and uh. And so they're doing the demo, and they stop, and they're like, so does anybody have any questions? And she just goes, yeah. You guys ready to make a shit ton of money? (laughs) 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 And he goes, well, we're more in it for the entertainment, you know, to entertain children. You're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun with your piles of money. Yeah, anytime you see collectibles, you know, they're in for the money. Uh, One more game, Project Cars. If you like car racing games, this looks really good. Really? Yeah. Wait, do you get get actual cars? Like cars? Like like the cars... No, this is no. Pixar. I don't know. Oh, Pixar not, toys? not Pixar. It's it's a it's like a car racing simulator. I, oh, like on some Forza. Shit. I only yeah, have yeah, one like kind of car racing genre that I like, and Grand if I can't Turismo. strap a machine gun onto the hood, I don't want to play the game. Twisted well, metal. This is not for you. So in October, when the Mad Max game comes Dude, out, yeah. I'll be happy. Ah, uh, we watched the demo of that. that yeah, we, three we years ago. I got that, that one. one. I got that one. It yeah. just uh, what's the company making that one? Warner Brothers. Activism. Yeah, no, but there's uh, they're publishing it. I think it's uh, Avalanche. Oh, Mad Max? Yeah, making the Mad Max. Oh, movie. it's Avalanche. That's not, her, not that's her Avalanche here. There's yeah. another Avalanche oh. developer. They did the Just Cause games, if you guys ever played yeah, those. This, this, I one, know of them, this yeah. one ties yeah. directly. In, it's weird because the movie, the game was ready to come out two years ago, but the movie kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back, and now it's coming out three months after the movie. Mm. So, that's But it, it ties directly in. It's canon to the story. So, All right. Yeah, it's looking good. Anything else? Movie night. Movie night. Ah. This uh, this uh, this is May, and that means that the last Sunday, which is when we do it, the last Sunday in May is the thirty first. This is our Jeff Michael Weiss Memorial. Tell the uh, tell yeah. the story. Well, uh, and, and you know, and, and to acknowledge it, it's been a year. Yeah. So. Yeah. By the time you hear this episode. Yeah, and uh, we were and trying. The long and short of it is, whatever happened, Jeff basically passed away 
uh, hours after movie night. Yeah, yeah, yeah it on, was hours yeah. on May's movie night. Yeah, it was hours after. So you know, we're sitting here thinking: Do we do the the you know, Feist's favorite movies? You know, what what do we do? And so we even debated: Do we acknowledge it? Do we not acknowledge it? And we should. It? And, you know, we should. And, and I'm glad we are. We should. I'm glad we are. And 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 a, a little kind of fun tidbit came up. Um, uh, listener Doug Willoughby was over at my house the other day helping uh, with Cat's car. And he's like, hey, like he's like, I, you know, I just want to tell you, he's like, you know, you get, take take with it what you want. He's like, but on that May movie night, I was talking with Vice, and he goes, and he gave me like an idea, like a movie a movie night idea that he would he wanted to do. And Jeff didn't know anything about movies. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I was like, oh yeah, what was it? And he was like, well, it's the uh, the original Gone in sixty seconds so and the good. and the original Italian Job. Now, when you say original Italian job, we're not talking about ones with the minis? Is there, was, was, no, was there no, one, there's one before. It's, one a, before it's a remake. That, the Mark Wahlberg one's a remake. Okay. Yeah. And I believe, if we, if we figured out, Michael Caine's in the first one. Michael Caine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was not, it was Michael Caine. Okay. And uh, the original Gone with 60 Seconds was Steve McQueen. Because, see, yeah. I knew yeah. Gone was a remake, but yeah. I didn't know Italian job And the job original Gone with 60 Seconds is amazing. Yeah. It's so fun. So these are some classic... Classics. Well, films. you hear about you hear about the new wave of '70s cinema with Scorsese and Lucas and yeah. Spielberg and all these other guys. These movies weren't necessarily made by these guys, but they were part of that wave. And yeah. they were also, I think, Gone with Sixty Seconds was a French movie. Uh, maybe mm, not, but I, don't think so. I know there was so, a bunch of those uh, car movies in yeah. that genre no, this in was, that period. I, it wasn't Steve McQueen's last movie, but no. it was towards the end, and it was—it's an intense, intense movie. And there's uh, like a in, in the original Gone in sixty seconds, I believe, if I remember the time right, there's like a forty-five, fifty-minute car chase. Wow, Damn. that's long, and it's fucking good too. Right on. That's like there's sure. a, there's a part where a car gets almost like cut in half. And keep in mind, kids, this is before CGI. Yeah, These are right. real it's cars. Like it's like real deal. Forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah, everything you yeah. see on the screen so is for real. We're, we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of lower the cone of silence a little bit on these in reverence because they're not necessarily movies that we. Want to shout well, along to? And but, I will say, I mean, have fun with them. But it was it was a uh, gripe that Jeffy had. Yeah, that when there was a movie that was deserving of reverence, yeah. that it didn't happen. When it when it know? was if it was a comedy or something, he was like, if if you think you're funnier than this comedy, think again. Mm-hmm. Because but, uh, there's usually kind of mystery science theater style participation in movie night, and and that's only because we usually show just bad movies that we've all seen a million times. Yeah. And so, yeah, you have a little fun with them. But, but in, uh, in an instance like this, I don't think any of all y'all have seen these movies. Maybe one or two of you. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've, I'll be honest with you. I ain't seen either of them. I'm and, familiar with them, but... And well, let's, well, just say, let's just say Gone with 60 Seconds is the godfather of car chase movies. Mm-hmm. It is. You well, know, and, uh, and I will say, there, there's some cheesy stuff. And oh, sure, so sure, they're old movies. If you feel it's right. So laugh. Yeah, laugh or crack a joke, but, like, you know... You know, keep it to a minimum. If but if I'm going to issue. <laughs> can I issue a challenge? Sure. And it's a challenge I'm issuing issuing to myself. Um, let's celebrate him. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah! Let's not mourn him. Let's not be maudlin. Yeah, we'll we'll raise gonna, a glass. We're going to celebrate. So, so, yeah. so join us. Uh, the theme is Vice's last movie night. So by choice. celebrating him, we're cross dressing. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> That was a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate good times. So that's the 31st. I will. The 31st at Brewbies, 5 p.m. Yep. The movies are free. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, there you go. Yeah. That'll be it. So Gone in 60 Seconds and The Italian Job, both not the remakes, the absolute originals. The absolute Sounds originals, yeah. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's going to be uh, fun. We'll make some drink specials that we're actually we, gonna should, uh, we should let some of the local Clark Car Club people know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They might oh, be interested in seeing Well, I can help you guys like out with that. I know, you know I a few people. And, yeah. and I know we're, cool. we're, we're planning on planning the, the movie night movies a little farther in advance, so you guys will know what's coming up mm-hmm. uh, for June, July, and August uh, pretty soon now. Yeah. Kind of yeah. fell apart over the last... Well, that's because well, uh, the, the, pers- the person that pretty much, you know... Uh, <laughs> it was me and my boyfriend's job, and yeah. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend died. So so you can understand that 50s song waiting to happen. Where that went. <laughs> so come celebrate Jeff with us, and uh, we'll have a good time. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Any recommends or anything before we go? Mm. I, I would recommend uh, I would recommend everybody just uh, just love what you love and keep on doing what you're doing that you enjoy. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I recommend that all the time anyway, but right. do, do what you Find your goddamn happy. Are, are, we, find, are, we, are we giving our inspiration well, speech? Well, <laughs> it's the third show. I think uh, it has to. What's the, uh, what's the uh, I can't remember his name, uh, Zay, Z. Um, he has a, a whole thing called Chase That Happy, and Chase That Happy. Find, find whatever it is that you're after and, and chase it down. Make it yours. Or as the captain used to say, boldly go. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when you have a victory... Celebrate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, I raise a, even the yeah. smallest and victories. The raise small, a glass. The smallest of victories, and I and I say this: life's too short to to be you know uh, treated poorly. Yeah. You know, know your worth. Yep. And if you don't feel like you're being treated the way you want, leave. Go absolutely. Somewhere else. Go, go worth. somewhere where you're gonna go. Go somewhere that you're appreciated. And that, so yeah. And, and don't let the little things bug you. Fuck no. no. Oh, you I, know? I left. I left an incredibly lucrative job because I knew my worth. Yeah. yeah. So don't well, let the little things bug you. If you're getting angry at the s- slightest things, I know you. When you get angry, you may think it's not the slightest thing. Step back for a second. Yeah. yeah. And say to yourself, you know, is mm-hmm. this really worth? You know. Exactly. But you got to judge it. Like you said, got to judge. Know, it. know your worth if you're not treated right. Yes. Don't let the little things bug you, and let the big things please you. You take it out every you want. Oh. Well, and I'll say my last thing is like, mm-hmm. and I just want like, stop thinking you're so goddamn cool. Wait, right? No, I, like I seriously, cool. stop thinking you're so goddamn cool that um, doing ridiculous shit that makes you happy shouldn't make you happy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Preach, preach. Yeah, right. I fucking mm-hmm. danced around the kitchen last night like a fucking idiot. It was the best night of my life. I've had a really long time. Right on. Did you dance to the Clash? Not yet, but that's going to be coming up. Oh, yeah. oh. Hot sun. I fought the law and the law won. I fought the law and the law won. <laughs> All right. Finish it. Finish it, Mr. B. All right. Third show more ham. Goddamn yeah. love it. Appreciate it. And just fucking enjoy it. Yeah.